Welcome to the Inglorious Bards. I'm your humble game master, Tom, and this is adventure number 30. Uh, glad to have you here. We are coming to you live on twitch.tv slash Inglorious Bards every Tuesday, 7 p.m. Uh, if you happen to be available, come join us uh, and taunt us in the chat. We'd love to hear from you. We are excited to be here tonight. I also want to give a quick shout out to uh, one of our patrons, uh, Thank you to JW. Thank you, JW. You've been a supporter for quite some time. JW has uh, always been excited to catch up. He was behind, I think, a season or two and listened, I think, to about two seasons worth of our show at twice the normal speed to get caught up. He is an absolute trooper, and I cannot imagine uh, him uh, having to deal with Xanner at double speed. <laughs> Uh, sounds like <laughs> sounds like I've got some weird popping issue. I'll take a look at that. And in the meantime, let's hear what happened last time from Jeremy. Okay, so last time, uh, all the adventurers landed in Port Rising. It was a uh, really beat up kind of uh, pirate town that was full of a whole bunch of miscreants and for Piercy shopping. All sorts of things that he could look for and, and start looking around. Uh, we were very clear of the fact that Palik was basically a pirate from that point on. She had absolutely accepted the lifestyle and considered herself one, one of the best. Word got around and there were several times that she attempted or, or there were other ships that tried to recruit her onto their ship for certain tasks, including the Barnaclan of all things. But let's not get into that. While in Port Rising, uh, with the party split up and, and going different places, Brenros uh, was on a tear and was able to pry the name of Debrache out of a merchant for who was in charge in town. Wanted to warn uh, the mayor and keep them uh, aware and alert of uh, what was going on and what we could do to help uh, perhaps stave off the uh, the Night Skull or any other issues that have been going on there. So, uh, going through that information, we were able to locate Debrace's place, as we found out. And there was a huge, huge bar called the One-Eyed Squid that we uh, were found in there, and, and the party kind of walked themselves in, with the exception of Piercy, of course, and uh, Palik was kind of keeping him company for a while. We went through, we met a whole random uh, smattering of characters, found Debrace after Yaru jumped into a pit fight and absolutely decimated a, a couple of Yasoki, who we found out later on were Piercy's cousins. Where is the, is the accurate tense on that one? They are past due, past tense, pa they're gone, they're pa they've passed. <laughs> Yaru, again, made, made quick work of them. We were able to get the information of the actual mayor from Debrache named Lord June Cart Cartland. We uh, created an appointment, or not we, Brenros really set up a full appointment, paid off a lot of gold in the process, and we were able to go meet Lord June Cartland, who we found out was a minotaur who lived under the city of Port Rising in a completely buried castle area of, of location. Uh, Lord June Cartland wanted nothing to do with us. As much effort as it took us to get there, he decided that uh, he don't he no longer wanted to have trade with Navarre, didn't want to deal with the king, and told us about all the dangers that were out there. Port Rising was going to do its own thing. Thank you very much. Sent us back in our way. So what we all did was we decided that it was time to continue on with the original mission that we had happening. So we decided to take uh, the Tainted Waters 
and sail it to the Undead Isle, where there's, we believe, a Scorgenar Tower there. And that is where we left off. So from there, let the adventure begin! Our heroes stand on the creaking deck of the Taint, a ship anchored just offshore of a small island. A cold wind flows from the north across the shimmering sea and chills the adventurers watching the island from afar. This is worse than I imagined. I cannot believe my own eyes. Corpses shamble across the island on every inch of space. They move like a silent crowd in the city, stinking of rotting flesh. Several of the ambling creatures stumble into the water as there is no more room left on the island for the damned. This is a place of death. The creatures gasp airless cries across the water at the heroes on the ship. We may regret coming here. It's not too late to turn around. Captain Mad-Eyes, take us closer. Oh, sorry, Squall, that won't be happening. The taint ain't getting any inch closer to that Isle of Walking Corpses. There ain't enough gold in the world to risk the lives of me and me crew. Well, mostly me. Out of the center of the island in the mass of walking corpses stands a tower of stone. Engraved in its side is a large symbol of a star pierced by a sword. That tower is our yoke, and standing out here in the cold wind won't bring us any closer to it. Well, no way for us to get to that tower and no real good reason to get there now. The Blood Gypsy said some of, something on the Island of the Dead would help us defeat Captain Jagged. We could... Oh! Oh! We Maybe our shadow map has a clue! Whatever we're after, it isn't on the map. It's in that tower. I am concerned that our enemy Skodranar is somehow connected to what is happening on this island. With all the dead here now, perhaps we missed whatever had happened. There's only one way to find out. I plan to send more than a few undead back from where they came from before this day is done. So let us not stand here in the cold all day. Zeblenros, you seem to have a special place in your heart for hatred of the dead. Why is that? Perhaps, maybe, I'll tell you someday. But now there is dead to slay. Well, you go first, then. We can't possibly slay them all. Well, we could try. I have a really good idea, actually. I've been, trying, been waiting to try this out. Cannonball! <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be careful when you say that on a pirate ship. <laughs> I, uh, I... 
I, I just need to kind of like get my angle right, but I, I can create separations. I might even be able to build like a wall that we can just kind of get around them. Yeah, how far from the island itself are we? Captain Mad Eyes said he doesn't want to get, or uh, yeah, he doesn't want to get any closer. Captain Mad Eyes, how close have you anchored the taint? Uh, as far away as I can get with a safe view. Uh, so you'd be about that much. Oh yeah, that much. So <laughs> say, oh, uh, right. <laughs> say about 100, 200 yards, 200 yards might be good. Okay. And how there? far from the shore to the tower is it? It's farther than that. Yeah, it's okay. a hundred, a, several hundred yards. You can see the towers again. You can just barely see the symbol. You can see the island has a uh, off the beach. It's a little bit flat, and then it rises up uh, to a cliff that's only about twenty feet high. So it's not as epic as some of the other crazy cliffs we've dealt with before. Just about mm. twenty feet high. On the rightish side from where you're looking, there are some stone buildings that kind of lead up to the right side of the cliff. And then just above them is a small, about 25, 30 foot tall, looks like an old lighthouse that's not been in use, very primitive looking thing. But in the middle of where you're looking, where this pseudo bay is, where you've brought up the taint, is a uh, what you believe to be a path. You can't see it, though, because of all the dead that are in the way. But there's like a little uh, a cut, a mini, I'm talking minuscule crevasse that goes through that little 20-foot cliff and heads further into the island. And, and it's maybe 40, 50 feet wide. And there you can see the tops of wooden shacks. They're much more uh, dilapidated, but more modern, if you will, than the old ruins of the stone buildings. Uh, and there's shacks and small little shanties that kind of go along the little road. And then the road disappears or that crevice disappears because it just rises up gently until it reaches the plateau of the upper part of the island. And then a couple more hundred yards, you can see that tower sticking out. Xana, uh, what kind of wall are you talking about? I'm so glad you asked! Okay, I've got two walls that I can do. One, I can do just a giant wall of fire. I can just like, put it right down the middle and I can just burn anything that walks into it. And two, it's not as cool, but I can do a really long wall of stone. It's like 20 feet high and like 120 feet long. And I can do a couple of those. I, I like fire. the stone. I like you... the stone one. Yeah. I can't believe you're thinking about the stone one, though. I mean, it's 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 not the best one. It's a it's an option. We have it. It's not. We I can do fire. What, you see, you don't have fire. good stones. I'm just saying that. What I know, it's just it's not. They're not. Big. They're not big stones. What it's is the dim stones. What is the dimension of your stone wall as opposed it, to the fire wall? It's well okay. So the the stone wall can be like 120 feet long and 20 oh feet high. It's about 10 feet thick. It's I mean it's it's as a stone wall goes. I'm not gonna say impressive, but you could say impressive. It's pretty that's, nice. It's it's, it's kind of a, that's a pretty good structure. That's pretty Thank good. you for understanding. Yaru gets it. Now the the, the firewall though the fire whoo, this one you guys the firewall is amazing. It's like five feet thick. It's like 10 feet high and it's like 60 feet long. So it's smaller. Yeah, but it's fire. Yeah, but it's fire. 
fire! Polite gets it! Polite gets it. What's the stone? The stone's not gonna do anything besides push him back. The fire! But what we will burn them. could do is walk along the top of the stone Thank wall. you, Sildren! You're welcome, Yaru. I was getting there, but thank you. We're all armchair wizards. <laughs> There's an episode we're really early. Tom, um, are these more um, walking dead dead, or are they more like World War Z type? Oh, my God. Uh, I wouldn't do that to you, <laughs> Jesus. We're only level nine. What? <laughs> Actually, hold on. <laughs> um, yeah, these are slow shambling zombies. You run into them before. Their general concept is uh, they, for zombie mechanic-wise, they only get two actions. They're permanently slowed one. Okay. Just to give you an idea. So they can hustle a little bit, but they can't just outright run. Right. Not that they would need to run far because there it's like running in a mosh pit. <laughs> so everybody looks over and uh, Sildren's just doing some cardio. He's just like stretching and getting ready. <laughs> I like, like, I like we'll, Tim speed over there. That was, yeah. that was well, number two or whatever. Uh, Gimlet, the goblin first officer says, hey, Captain Mad-Eye, uh, uh, I've got the, the new skiff ready since since they destroyed the last one. Uh, uh, it's it's all shiny and spanking new, but no one's volunteering to uh, to take them aboard. No one wants to get any closer at all, sir. Oh, aye, and I believe that'd be the, the finest. Do we need to give them the new one, Gibbler? We don't have any of the... Uh... The other ones, the, the loners. Well, I've got the one that's got the the persistent leaks, sir. Oh, oh, that's and and how was that one doing? Um, Consistently leaky, sir. I think that sounds perfect. Hence All right, the bottom of the ocean, sir. I, I have I have a great idea. Everyone, follow me. We've got a ship that we've custom designed just for you. It's a smaller vessel, so you don't have to worry about any crew going on the way and weighing you down. Gipper will show you the one we need. It's not the polished one. That one's not yet ready. We need to let it dry a bit. It needs to cure. It's a, it's a sailor's thing. Well, why does it need to dry? Well, because it's, it wet? it's tacky. We have, we have to glue it together to make sure she- You glued them both right together? It's tacky. <laughs> It's it's a pirate thing, Polik. It's it's all right, you little lass. We not understand. Oh, this I know everything about pirates. Then you shouldn't have be asking me about tacky boats. I know. That's why I'm asking. You because, already know uh, the you're uh, fibbing. I, 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 how dare you? <laughs> I I am the captain of this ship. You did not de- denounce me you're words. The, you're the big captain. I'm the little captain. I'm well, captain you, you're not too. a captain yet. There's, yeah, look at my hat. There's a couple of ranks you go through, and it's not just walking yeah, little the Yeah, ca- little captain, because I'm shorter. But right. not, not by much. Gipper is a little should, taller. Should we be concerned about the hole that I see in the boat? The, the grapefruit hole there? No, that's yes. fine. That's oh, for that's hydrodynamics. <laughs> Gipper understands. It's more of a, a of a push start. Yeah, it's a, it's like one. a you speed keep, hole. You just keep your foot on the inside and make sure that everything goes. Have you seen the Flintstones and your feet go? <laughs> you, you can kick along if you'd like. It helps you steer a, a wee bit more. I'll tell you this though. This is the best it, you can offer us. I, I afraid, I'm afraid it is. I, I, I can only give dead men so much. 
and and I am fortunately a given dead men to dead men. And, and if if you be going on the island, I fear you not be returning with a very new fancy tacky boat. So I'd like to give you the boat. You could tie a rope to it, and if we don't come back, you just reel it in. That's how a captain thinks. (laughs) Why didn't you tell me about the reeling rope? We we, we don't have several hundred yards of rope. We'd have to disassemble everything, sir. You don't have several hundred yards of rope on a ship this size? No! What kind of captain is running this ship? The last damn captain ever! You give me your hat! No, no, no! Mad Eye tries to take her hat. No, no. Make a roll, Mad Eyes. Yeah. Ooh. Natural twin! Describe with a flourish what happens! (laughs) He's gone through so much, you guys. Captain Matt has so much patience and just rolled with all of it. And the idea of being told that his ship is inadequate three different times has been (laughs) enough. So in a deft swoop, the hand sweeps up, the other one comes right across, grabs your ankle on one side, the hat off the other, <laughs> turns you over, wrapping you sideways, and the hat goes over the rails. Oh, and <sighs> this scene is now instantly surrounded by the nine or ten sailors on board the ship, uh, all with little clubs and belaying pins and maybe a few daggers defensively around to protect their captain. That wasn't very nice. I am not a nice captain. You've been it should be known nice this so by far. Now. I am Captain Mad-Eyes of the Great Tate. This be my ship, this be my crew, and you be guests aboard me, aboard me ship. And your time is about run out. If you're going to be going to the cursed forsaken island of undead, you're going to take the cursed forsaken boat with you. If you want to change your mind and come to some senses, I'll raise anchor and get out right now. So I put my foot over the hole <laughs> and we'll be fine. Sure. A captain. Uh, it's a fine boat, Captain. <laughs> Brenrose steps over into the new, the leaky cauldron, whatever it's called now. It's called uh, the leaky cauldron. Yeah, well it says it on the leaky cauldron. It's the leaky cauldron. About as big as a cauldron and leaks like the best of them. Percy, Percy walks up to Captain Mad Eyes and, uh, I bet, I beg in your pardon, uh, uh, we here not for us, and we here not not for you, but we here for for King Bayon. Uh, maybe we remember that, and and everybody stay a little more calm, yeah. Mad Eyes tries to take Piercy's hat too. <laughs> <laughs> Make a roll, Captain Mad Eyes. Two. Come on, natural oh, twenty. Didn't show, didn't show. No, it, yeah, on, it's a two. It's 12. I mean, it's 12. 12, you grab it, but Piercy, you can instantly respond. Hey, that's no, that's my hat. It's mine. Mm-hmm. It's my, it's my tricorn hat. This you be got, the last time. You got your own hat there. I don't take talk <laughs> back on me ship. And you guessed me talking back more than anyone have ever seen. Ain't that <laughs> right, crew? Yeah! I, I, I believe uh, we... We aren't just a guest. We're uh, emissaries of the king, and he's uh, paid you quite well. No, yes. he hasn't. Over. He's paid me enough. Well, he has he not will. paid me to take you to the Cursed Islands with undead creatures and follow the things like the Night Skull. 
there be not enough gold in the entire planet for me to risk me life and be cruised life. Oh, he, me life. He picked you because you're the bravest and the best, no? He picked me because I was available. And yes, I am the bravest and best. But that has nothing to do with what you can say back to me. But You respect the <laughs> ship! You respect <laughs> the captain! You respect the ways that things go! I be Captain Madeyes of the Great Tate! I've been on the seas for 27 years! I've survived the likes of ponies, I've survived the likes of maids, and I've survived the likes of snailcretes! And you can't stop anything I've done! This is what we do, this is my ship! We know how to survive, we know how to stay alive! And one thing we don't do is go on to cursed islands! Uh, the snail creeps. They are the two antenna or three. They, 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 they're, they're the snail crates. They're, they're the large. They're two. They have two <laughs> eyes. Two. <clears throat> okay. I, I, I wasn't sure. <laughs> you, are you really? planning on putting me down anytime soon? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yaru is checking cautiously at Brenros and how it's going. Oh, he's already, he's got like his shield he's using as a bucket to get the water out. Speed is of the essence. This isn't so bad, really. I can paddle with the same thing. <laughs> he pulls uh, Sildren and Xanher into a quick huddle. So about that stone wall idea we were talking about? I just need to get a little closer. If you want, I can fly in. I can just fly right up and over and I can just build the wall that we can be there when we're ready. Uh, how long does the wall last? It's a wall! It's, uh... It's a permanent ball. Yeah. Okay. He says, I mean, the not wall looking at his spell. Yeah, you didn't <laughs> read the rest of the spell. <laughs> <laughs> wall of fire, may take me, you know that dies out a little no, bit. But the but, wall of fire, Zaner, can can you move it once you've set it? The the firewall? Yeah. No. Okay. I mean, no. It's, it okay. takes a lot to put that up there. Then the wall of stone makes more sense. Way more uh, disappointing, but run papil magic. Forget it. We're just saying, like, to get there, we kind of need something better than this bucket. So the wall of stone can get us there, and then if you have enough magic left, maybe another wall of fire. I don't know how long you all intend on talking, but this boat just keeps sinking. <laughs> all right, I'm coming. Yeah, uh, is this boat like truly a? A, I mean, I mean, we've basically assigned ourselves a sinking boat here. Is this really, uh, like, how bad is this boat is sinking? You think if someone strong rows fast enough, you can make it to shore? <laughs> and several right, people change the boat name to the Skipping Bailey. Stone. <laughs> Mad Eyes will uh, kind of look at Palik as he's kind of hold her there. You want to be captain? You're gonna have yourself your own wee ship. If you could find your hatch, she'd be swimming in the waters as well. You might as well do the same. And he will toss her towards the leaky cauldron. All right. Splash, you have arrived inside the wet interior. Well, I'm going to find my hat first. You do find it. Okay. I'll ring it out and put it on back on my head. (laughs) All right. And say, ah, I'm bringing a sea pony back with me. (laughs) You do nothing of the sort. Who all? Who all is in the dinghy right now? You and Brenros. Uh, yeah, Sildren will put himself in the dinghy. Zanner, can you take Piercy and fly? You guys. No. How how much do we trust Captain Mad Eyes? He gave us a boat. I know. He gave us his shitty boat. He gave us a boat. He did, but 
what what's to stop him from just turning around and leaving us once we get to the ground? Absolutely nothing. This you nothing is stopping me. Pull up anchor. Because <laughs> he knows we'll hunt him down and murder him. I think. Is Looking there any, over. <laughs> is there anything still right there? <laughs> yeah. Is there, any, is there anything we can do to the boat to, to, to not install it for a bit? You, oh, you put your foot here, and that seems to slow it a bit. There is actually. Um, Percy grabs Gimlet. Oh, yeah. Wink, jumps, wink. Uh huh. Thank you. Um, <laughs> jumps up onto the banister on the side of the boat and just does a little flourish and then just hops down. You land on a dry seat. Perfectly. <laughs> Alas, a dry seat. Uh, Sildren will, uh, I approach Captain Mad-Eyes. Um, we are emissaries of the king. We are also champions and defenders of the realm and this is a moment in which we need to know that we will have a boat upon our return um, and in that function I do seal your boat to this spot and I drop a feather and that feather um, <laughs> turns into an an anchor Oh, this is your, yeah, your magic item. Yes. So what happens is uh, the feather can be activated on a boat. This feather transforms into a massive anchor that causes the boat to immediately stop. After one day, the anchor vanishes and the boat can move as normal. The anchor is attached to the boat by a magical chain of force. Uh, it does say the chain can be removed by dispel magic or destroyed. So I will try to get it in a place where... Um, it can't easily be done and through hopefully intimidation and misunderstanding of magic uh they won't try to sure and if you it. look the stats of it has a hardness of 30 which is a massive amount of damage it can absorb before it ever takes any damage whatsoever so it has a lot of magical protection itself so it's you just leave it in the middle of the deck and he's just hammering <laughs> <Yeah>. away <laughs> Come on, get over here. To Hager. all right and it's a pity that I feel so compelled to do so. And I just turn and don't really give him an opportunity to respond. You're used to be my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> so now there's a magical anchor that has anchored the ship against the captain's will to the bay. Interesting. What could go wrong? I wasn't sure if you still had that or not, Chris. Yeah. Well, I was hoping to save it for Captain Jagged, but, um, you know, here we are. One-time use? Uh, yeah. Damn. Such be the way of feathers. Casey looks at Gimlet. Avel, I get to rowing, yeah? We we think you're absolutely crazy about the uh, the whole sea ponies thing. You're going to be telling the story of how a feather prevented your ship from the <laughs> <laughs> yeah. outside the island of the undead, and a weird elf came up, dropped a feather on me boat, and the anchors kept us there for an entire week. <laughs> uh, Piercy, there is no one. There's no one from the crew that's going on this dinghy. I, I I thought I grabbed him and jumped. Oh, I didn't hear that you grabbed him. No. Uh, and he's scrambling away. 
Let go of me! And he scrambles up. I'm not going there! Don't you Shanghai me crew! Uh, no, no. Uh, we, we'll bring him back. No, you won't! He says as he climbs up to the top <laughs> and looks down on you from the railing. Ah, uh, this boat's taking up a lot of water! Uh, Piercy's, Piercy's gonna start, like, uh... I put my tail. What do you call that when you're uh, I put like my tail uh, in the back and I start spinning it around like a propeller? <laughs> Make sure motorboat noses. Piercy <laughs> starts bailing, like bailing oh, water out. Yeah. That too. Renner starts propelling. And we're starting to move now. Okay. You start uh, rowing like crazy. Brenros, you said you're doing it. You start rowing and rowing, and Xander, you have the capability of some limited flight, but you're going with them in the boat. Is that I correct? Will. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to stay with everybody. <laughs> then I'll get the wall ready when we're ready to go. All right. You Yara's guys just... I'm oh, sorry, go ahead. No, you had... Yeah, yeah, I was just saying, Yara's sitting in the boat looking at Sojin like, so why are we... If he's now anchored to the spot, why did we take the shitty boat? Ah. <laughs> and we're just <laughs> sailing towards the island. That's <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> we could have just... <laughs> There is a cold wind that blows in from the north. It, you, you pull your cloaks around you. It's, it's part cold wind and also part the coldness of, of the concern and possible light fear of this wall of zombies you're approaching. You are rowing as quickly as you can, Brenros, as others are bailing. The island is getting closer and closer. You have your uh, back to a Brenros, so you're just going and going. You have uh, uh, Piercy, who is off the bow, uh, watching closely like some sort of pointer dog. Uh, but it's just, it's like you're getting closer and you want to hurry because the water is just slowly rising in your skiff. But at the same time, you're like, oh, I don't want to go there at the same time. They're just slowly shambling around. Um, some even have some outstretched hands when you're even a hundred yards out and closing in and closing in. Uh, um, yes, go ahead. I just. So I was just wanted to let you guys know that I was refreshing the spells. I'm getting ready for it, right? I'm, I'm getting myself all beefed up, and I, I may have gotten a detail wrong. I just want to make sure everyone's still cool with it for our plan. As um, long as the dimensions are the same and everything's totally the same as last time. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah about that. It's, it's so, it's still stone, right? And it's a, it's a pretty impressive wall. It's like 120 <laughs> feet long. It's a, it's an inch thick, and and we can still uh, but, uh, 20 feet up. All and we, you said uh, ten feet. A what? No, yeah, yeah. It's it's an inch thick wall of stone, so it's like a whole inch. So it's really, really hard, and it's rock, so it's really hard oh, to get you, through. You really overestimated really yourself. I'm wow. just saying it's I, I've, I've remembered. I, it took me a while, but now I know. I mean, I'll I'll hurt yeah. some some strange Inches look tales, like feet on the paper. But uh, that's a that's a big one, Xander. I mean, we can balance if we wanted to, or like, I could still use a lot of fire, right? I mean, There's a lot of fire. I'm not worried about myself. I have no problem, but uh, I don't know about uh, Sir Brenros there. Or Brenros, party. do you have any blue pills? Maybe we can help Xander make it bigger. I don't have any anymore. What? <laughs> <laughs> Can't hear you. Choose not to. And Xander, you can change the orientation of that if that helps you in any way. You can rotate it around. 
I can't. Oh, so it's one inch, it's one inch high. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you want. Well, as long as it, like, you know, was in that layer of the dead, that would be fine then. Could it be Stop 10 by them. 10? It, it can't change the dimensions. It okay, can't change its, its real shape, really. But it's um, not a straight wall. It, it, it could be a shaped wall. You can shape oh. it roughly in like five foot increments, yeah. uh, or you can angle it in different ways, but you can't like make a ball or something like that. Right. So I think it works fine. I, I just I just want to let everybody know. You seem like you had different expectations, and I didn't uh, want to let it, anybody it's down. Fine, oh, we had it's expectations because you. That, that's what you told us, but... Okay! <laughs> I, I remember sort of explicitly told what to expect. <laughs> so as we get closer to this island, uh, does that path seem uh, reachable, like right from the shore, did you say? Or is it... Make a perception roll. On the second... And while he's doing that, the uh, lighthouse and the other buildings that were near it, I suppose, uh, how far away are they from the shore? There are stone buildings on the right-hand side. They're about 70 yards from the shore that uh, that kind of lead up to the cliff edge. And then there's a mini lighthouse, old ruined mini lighthouse just above it. And then straight ahead is that little small 20-foot crevasse and that's about a hundred yards in off the beach. And then it goes for some distance beyond that. And inside that little crevasse, which is about 40, 50 feet wide are also built some shacks and stuff, probably just to get out of the wind of this, what's normally a flat island with no trees of any kind. Um, and so you can just see the tops of some of these uh, shacks and storage sheds and that kind of stuff. Uh, uh, Yaru, got, you're making. I uh, got a 26. Total. Well, a 26. You can make out a rough idea of where the path is, and it essentially winds its way from a little bit off of the beach, and then straight through that crevasse and past the little ramshackle mini village of wood. And then Brenros, you are going as quickly as you can and start to speed up as water starts to rise. And you're not the best guy dealing with water as it is uh, in your heavy metal armor. I need you to make an athletics roll, please, of 27 or higher. Athletics, here we go. That sounds easy. 29. With a 29, the boat starts to gain water, but you're going faster. Which way am I going? Left? No, right. I don't know. You're rotating your arms in the whatever the most efficient method is, and you get closer and closer. Everyone's watching as the shore's closing in, and the boat, the water in the boat is past the feet of some people and up to the ankles, and you finally are just about to touch beach, and several of the zombies are... Uh, hip deep in the water there's even a few hands just breaking through the the surface wow. that you 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 uh you float by on your boat some try and they actually slow down some of the boat's speed uh one grabs onto your oar sir brenros make another athletics roll please Having some real second thoughts about this <laughs> <laughs> Roll 28. 28, you're able to smack it with your oar and keep hold of your oar and keep going in. You guys are approaching this beach. What is your plan? Because you are about to run into plenty O'Dead. Are we closer to that middle path, the lighthouse? Where You can arrive wherever you want. Monrose. In the Monrose? in the crevice, crevasse, uh, are, the, are the undead in there as well? 
Yes. Everywhere. Awesome. All Everywhere. So, like, there's like literally nowhere. Out of the water, like a no. carpet of zombies. There's a few hands that have come out of the water. Okay. The entire island is covered with water. These are the ones that maybe just gotten pushed in long ago and are seeing, sensing you over them, and they're reaching out. I we think land, a, we'll make it's for the, the time, Xander. Okay! Even a couple fingers come through the speed hole up the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that helps slow down the leaking. <laughs> you, we no, I can't look. I'm, I'm too distracted. No a Dumbledore right. right now with some fire. So Xander will cast Wall of Stone. Wall of Stone. So that will create a 40-yard length stone of, of stone. And what's, what's your goal? My intent is to get uh, us towards the, uh, the stone buildings up top and to do so in a... Like a, like a zigzagged format for for the wall. So rather than be these straight walls, I, I kind of want to have them be it, like angled at it after, at each other. So it's this pick, 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 the the zipper looking effect of the wall growing from the edge of the water towards the uh, the stone buildings. And what I don't understand the zipper effect, and that's gonna that so, would cut down your total length. It will it, it will shrink down the length probably by maybe even half, uh, but it. In, rather than a straight wall, so yeah. ninety degrees, it's forty-five. So, so, so forty-five degree angles. Bop, 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 bop. Forty-five, forty-five. And why 30, are you 30%. doing that, man? Might I ask? Oh, great question. Because it's only one inch thick. If we get on top of it, we'll have an easier way to to walk Just across step. the edges. Just in case someone over. falls, there's something. All right, all right, okay. Uh, all right, we'll say you end up making a 30-yard long wall. Where is it starting? Right where you're about to beach? Uh, yeah, from the edge of the boat. So, so at, at the beach where we're at. And if I can do it, I didn't see it in the spell, but I, I was wondering if, if the first uh, the first part of the wall would ramp up. So it would start short, like a foot, haul, foot tall, and go up to its, its full height. Uh, it's not designed for that, but that sounds pretty cool. Let's do that. Cool. <laughs> Nice. All right. So it's this weird uh, wall rises out of the sand, starts to part. This wall rises up. You see at least five different zombies rise up out of the ground and fall off, totally confused as to what just sprouted underneath them. The stone razor thin balancing beam almost does appear in this strange shape. It goes about 40 yards. This is a high end spell for you, right, Xander? Yeah, this is a level five. This is big oh, magic. First level five. It's, it's a huge one. Um, so I'm, a little, I'm a little tired. <laughs> he is created from nothing, <clears throat> something, and as he mentioned, uh, kind of glibly, and I didn't believe him, it is 100% permanent. For the rest of time, this wow. wall will be here, which is pretty hey, cool. he got something right on the spell. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, you see this uh, zigzag wall there. And then, Piercy, you've got two zombies right in your face that are grabbing at you. Uh, make some sort of attack roll to fend them off. Make two. Okay. Two attack rolls. Uh, let me get there. And it's a vital beacon go off, too. Mm -hmm. Yes, vital beacon is active. 23 and 30. Whoa. All right, you are able to uh, stab and stab, which in your weapon of choice is a short sword? Correct. 
you're able to stab a little bit of cutting and you're able to hack an arm off of one. The other one is able to claw and grab and scrape you a bit. You take only four points of slashing damage on its claws, but then you're able to slash it back. More are immediately closing in, but then Xander calls out that his wall is there. What are you guys doing? After Vu! Uh yeah. After you, after you, after you, after you, after you, after you. <laughs> if, uh, if Piercy gives us the go-ahead, I, I was going to wait for one of the more uh, balancing, smaller people to go ahead of me, but Yara will... Yeah. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Yara will pulling into the beach. Yeah. <laughs> you hit Let's the stone side, real hard. Side <laughs> bar. Yara, side bar. <laughs> so uh, who's Yara, going? What's y- going on? Yaru and Palik will go, if that's yep. the Who's attention. first? Yaru, sure. Yaru, Yaru, you start going across the uh, wall. Do you want to go carefully or do you want to go quickly? My intention is to go quickly and get the two or three that are that went up with it if they're still hanging on or no, still they got on the they fell okay. off. Uh, right. Well, then I'll just go. Yeah, go and then fast. Sildren's trying to expedite everybody else getting up there, including Sir Brenrose, who might need a little. A little life coaching. I don't know. Um, uh, is this an ADA uh, island? <laughs> unless that ramp is too steep. <laughs> well, yeah. So unless uh, I, I don't remember if Pauline has a skill for this, but Yara wants to like go carefully so he can make sure it's safe for the people behind him. I don't know if that was a thing. I think Bleak might have done that. Before. I think that's that's definitely a Piercy thing, not or a Piercy. Is it okay? Um, so well, someone has I mean, that I specific can, like, ability. I can crawl good, very well, but yeah, I was just thinking. So I think there's a specific ability. Um, if I go ahead of you guys, it'll be easier for you, or some kind of assist in that way. But either way, that's my intention. Um, so, are you going fast or are you going slow? <laughs> I'll just go fast. I'll make it easy. Okay, I'm just asking. All right. So after a 20-minute explanation, so I just asked. I thought it would help, but if it doesn't matter. Quickly racing across goes Master Yaru. Do you happen to have the steady balance? I do. Uh, then ignore any roll I was going to ask okay. you to make. With ease, he goes running full speed. You see some of the zombies are, the near ones are kind of looking up and raising their arms, and just, Argh! but more that are 20, 30, 40, 50 feet away are turning and slowly trying to move in. But there's no anticipation. There's yeah. no one up ahead trying to get you. It's all just reactionary. Uh, more concerning is as at the beach as people are starting to go. Sildren, you are barking orders like Tom Hanks to get everyone out of the landing craft as the Germans open up. Uh, I need you to make a diplomacy roll for overall leadership to command the folks to move. Sure, that's my skill set. Oh, actually, it's not so horrible. Uh, 30 total. 30! With great command, you shout some sort of order. What is it? Get your ass up there. <laughs> as heroically written down in the tales of all time as you can ever hear. Touch me and move. <laughs> and um, everyone starts going. Who's last to go up? That'd be Brenros. Uh, oh, okay. well. I fight Percy for last place. All right. <laughs> Percy, you are pushed ahead. You are not last, unfortunately. My mash doesn't work unless I get to go last. And everyone starts going up. I uh, and any who doesn't have the steady balance feet. Let me ask it that way. Piercy, Xanner. Who doesn't have it? Does not pretty, have it. Pretty sure that's not me. Piercy and Xanner is it? Wow. You idiots. All right. I need 
Piercy, make a uh, acrobatics roll, please. Any advantage for the zigzag? So it's Piercy, Polik, and Xander who don't have it, correct? No, I have said no, it. Yep, oh, it's okay. just, I thought you said uh, it. Sorry. I'm sorry, it's, it's Polik and Xander. I keep making, mixing up the names. Uh, never <laughs> done that in our games before. I need Polik to make a uh, acrobatics roll plus two for zigzagging. Um... 27. With a 27, Polik is slowing things up, but is stable. You slip a bit, man, you have to slow down, but you don't fall down. Um, we also have Xanner. Make yeah, acrobatics I, plus two. I don't know if, if, I mean, it's a good stable wall. You guys are doing good. I may just fly over. <laughs> should I, should I <laughs> run? All right, I'll run. Okay. I don't, I don't trust my handiwork. 32. Yeah. 34 with a plus 34. two with your zigzags. <laughs> bump into me. Xander, you could have just flown. Xander <laughs> skipping ahead. Xander starts to fall, but a new piece of wall catches him as he yeah. goes. <laughs> uh, just Lovingly he carries him. Yeah. He's magnetoing it around as it just rises with each step and then falls away. Uh, yeah, you guys are making your way across. Yaru in the lead. You're running, 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 running. Brynros in the back trailing. Come on, come on. Uh, Brynros, you are slow down a bit as some of the pace waiting for waiting for the traffic to start up at the light type of a situation. <laughs> and as they're starting to go, you're still maybe on that halfway up slopey created. How high was the total thing? 20 feet? Is that what it was? So, Brenros, you have some folks that are reaching out to say hi, uh, and you're jammed up, up behind your friends. What would you like to do? Uh, <clears throat> I am, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, with the sword out, kind of side-cutting as though it were a heavy thatch of tree and oh. just kind of doing this and... Or, ba or back or polo back from your, your college days. Yeah, yeah, from my college days. It's, All uh, right. Uh, make two attack rolls, please. You start whacking away at rotten meat. Two attack rolls. First attack roll, a Ooh. natural 20. Ignore Woo! any future roll. You hack a fart this one, slice off the head of this one. You're slicing, you kill this one, you run this one through, you slice this one, you realize your friends are long gone and you're just having <laughs> a hell of a time. Uh, bring them on! And you're hacking your way and you finally, you start backing up and some of the zombies try to follow you, but there's no way they can manage this one inch. Uh, We've already uh, completed the mission. We're on our way back. Oh, hi, Randos. <laughs> you've just been jumping He's away. just still going. In the lead, uh, so the back is totally safe. Great job. Up in the lead, however, is Yaru. Yaru, you're running super fat, and then you stop as you get to the edge. Mm -hmm. uh, I believe I said it was about 70 yards out was the uh, stone ruins on the right-hand side, and Xander's wall goes 30 yards. So you have 40 yards, 120 feet, where your 20-foot-tall perch stops. Okay and there's a whole bunch of zombie heads, hands, and then these stone ruins. And there from me, you said another 40, uh, 120 feet? Uh, 40 yards, 120 feet. Um, and that's a clear path or is it kind of uh, foresty? Nope. There's, it's, there's no forest, there's very it's few rocks. Dead. It's completely just wind blasted island. The only terrain on here, the most difficult terrain of all, are the mm -hmm. damned. So 
Yaru is going to do a um a teleport, lo- I swear to god. No, I'm going to do a <laughs> I'm going to do a long jump which I have the quick jump skill. Um, right. So I can use one action instead of two. I'm sorry if I hit the mic just now. Uh, one action instead of two um, to do my long jump. And I'm going to land somewhere just in the pit of dead. And as I land, I'm going to aim for one specifically, and I'm going to key strike one as I land. All right. And just start, hack- just start just punching away. Key strike flurry, yeah, and just go for it. All right, uh, long jump, long jump, long jump. Here we go. Uh, make an athletics roll. Uh, wait, 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 interesting. You get to choose the difficulty roll you want to make, and the okay. difficulty roll equals the amount of feet you want to jump. So you can make this 120 so... foot DC if you want. <laughs> <laughs> Does In that a critical mean... success, you would win. You would... A natural 20. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, I kind of want to help out the rest of my uh, team who can't uh, get quite as far as I possibly could. Um, so I'm only going to go uh, maybe 20, 25 feet off, like a little a, a ways ahead, but not like obnoxiously. Sure, you're called. You want a 20 or 25? Uh, I'll just do uh, 25. 25, make an athletics check. 25 or higher, you're fine. Let's try it. Oh, 29. 29. You succeed covering all that distance. Uh, you don't break stride with your long jump ability. You go flying through the air. I just pounce. <laughs> And uh, it just reminds me of like those kids zone centers where they have like a trampoline and a pit mm-hmm. full of cubes you can just dive into. <laughs> I, I initially the whole way was just narrow to running <laughs> all the way down the thing. And then I just get down in a pounce like. <laughs> you fly through the air and who, whoever's second is just like, oh, Yaru, no, that wasn't the plan. Woo! <laughs> fly, and he disappears down amongst the dead. Make uh, you and then little magical little uh, sparks apply around your hands as you trigger off your focus key uh, chi and um, you start punching make two attacks right off the bat this is for bonus damage so that's a 29 and a 17 17 not so great the 29 though you were able to clear at least a little breathing room a small this is multiple attacks we'll say because there's so many of these things uh you start just punching and punching and punching and kicking and sweeping and uh you guys can see just heads of zombies disappear uh hands go flying up and then you hear some excited battle noise from master yaru what might that sound be like Or he's trapped you in his prison. That's for yeah. <laughs> They heard a similar noise around the corner in the last episode when I was eating. Uh, you're punching and punching, and you clear up some space. You do get hit for 14 points of bludgeoning damage in return as fists and hands grab and pull. Uh, Someone grabs and starts pulling you into the rest of the dead, but you're able to fight them off. And you have a small, uh, maybe a five, six foot diameter uh, clearing you've made out uh, in the middle of these dead. Who else would like to do something? Who's next? That's actually two actions. We're saying this is multiple actions. Yeah, this is a lot of attacks. Uh, P- so, Palik was next in line. 
But she can't jump 25 feet. I I, I have an idea. I'll, I'll wait to my turn. I just want to let everyone know that <laughs> I can keep building a wall. There's, yeah. There's one wall. I can, I can do that if you, if you want. Yeah, or at least throw some fucking unlimited fireballs at him or something. I got those too. What, what? I mean, you go first. I'll let I'll let you go, but just let you know, you don't have to put yourself in danger. I can I'm not, I'm not, I'm not jumping down there. Come down here, guys. Come on. Uh, I mean, are you doing Buster Keaton fighting down there? You're just, <laughs> yeah, I'm just doing it. Bill, it, it, build another wall, Xander. We can get Yaru back up on it. Xander will will cast a second second level five spell and oh, build the wall oh, wow. of stone. All right, you cast. Is this your last level five spell? No, I got one more in case we need more stone. Just in case. Straight this time. Holy hell. Trying to avoid that. (laughs) Aren't these like rare? (laughs) I'm expecting one, maybe. Oh, geez. Okay. Uh, Xander, do you want to make it easy with the zigzag, giving everyone a plus two for their rolls, or you want to cover the last bit of distance and go a full 40 and do make it straight? No, Xander would want to make sure that everyone is as safe as possible trying to get there, so he would, of course, make it straight to get you all the way to the end. (laughs) Just a straight shot. All right. Xander rises up his hands powerfully. There's another rumbling sound, and he parts the zombies like Moses, and up comes this stone-thin wall that rises up, dropping zombies and everything, and just kind of a befuddled cat-like monk is standing upon the top about 25 <laughs> feet in. <laughs> I'm just still fighting blindly, just ah! <laughs> One, Why am I punching downwards? Yeah. What's happening? Uh, but you rise again, not just 10 feet, not 15, but 20 feet up now. Uh, you you are propped up, Master Yaru, and look back and just see Xander waving at you. And without a second thought, Yaru is racing off across again. Uh, zombies are trying to uh, climb up and pile. Some are just starting to climb on each other, giving us some of that World War Z vibe. Uh, so uh, we need uh, everyone who does not have steady balance uh, to make a roll. That is Palik first, please. You do get the plus two. Xander bent the wall again. 28. Is what you needed, uh, I think, by one. Uh, Palik, you, again, slow, but you're making your yeah. way. Xander, not flying, is also ma- running across this wall. Go ahead. I plus don't two. know if this is a good idea. Should I run again? Here I go! Yeah! 26. With a 26, Xander slips and falls and make a reflex saving throw, Xander. Okay. Oh, God. Oh, man. Good luck. Need a 28. Okay, okay, okay. It's a 23. With a 23, Xander falls, grabs, and grabs at nothing and slips and falls down and is immediately surrounded immediately surrounded by the uh, dead. What's that? Uh, so I'm casting Featherfall. You're only falling t- uh, 20 feet, so you will take, let's say, well, you take 10 if, points of damage. If he slows down enough, Sodoran would love to grab him while he's Feather falling before can, he yeah, hits. Yeah, let's do that. <clears throat> All right. You cast, 
You cast Feather Fall, you slowly fall. That gives Sildren just enough time to fall down on his belly on the edge, reach down and grab onto Xanner, who's not the only one grabbing onto you, Xanner. And uh, you are now in a Xanner tug of war as undead (laughs) arms are pulling one side and Sildren, not the Conanish muscular-ish character in the group is pulling on the other. And to keep your balance, Sildren, you are straddling this wall uh, with your leg and there are also some hands reaching up to try and get at your bent knee, but they can't quite grab you yet. Mm-hmm. Um, Sildren, pull and make a, str- not a strength athletics roll, please. We're a uh, single file, right? Yes. Yep. Uh, 21, but I'm going to use a hero point, I think. Good luck with with a six. Oh. Oh. Uh, Two, uh, totaling 17. Love you, Xander. 17. Do you need me to jump down again? (laughs) You're up ahead. There's still a couple people. Uh, Let's see. Good luck. (laughs) Xander is getting pulled away and down. You are now being pulled over that side. You can let go of Xander and you are fine. Or you can hold on to Xander committed to his fate. And I will give you another roll. Uh, I remain committed to his fate as Yathane also swoops in and tries to like, like, like get the zombies <laughs> off Xander. Like she's functioning at like, you know, as a distraction. All hopefully. right. She starts pecking at eyes and is way too successful. Like they're juicy old uh-huh. drinks or something. Uh, go ahead and make your athletics roll and add plus one for Yathane distraction. Uh, 27. 27, you start to pull Xanner up and you are able to get Xanner scrambling up to the top Ah. with tattered, slightly shredded clothes and having taken 11 points of slashing damage from the zombie claws. (laughs) Xanner did or I did? Xanner. Okay. Thank you. Don't let go. (laughs) I don't want to fall again. Come on, hurry. And... Soldier will get him standing up and moving forward again before he has right. time to really think about it. He reassures you, Soldier does, Xander, and then he says, now about your initial feat selection, let me tell you about <laughs> Steady Balance. <laughs> yeah. uh, and we're not even using it as rules uh, intended, but it's just, I love that feat, so we're going to use it. All right. Uh, okay. Everyone has made their way now, quote unquote, safely to the far end. Yaru, once again, you are uh, perched at the edge of the stone wall. Um, and there is only 10 yards, 30 feet between you and these uh, two-story stone buildings of ruins. And then beyond them is a cliff uh, a, a cliff face that they rise right up to. It's a small cliff, maybe only 20 feet or so. Is there access to the second floor direct from this um, stone wall? There can be, but it's he's 10 yards short. There's open um, window slots with wooden, rotten wooden uh, sh- uh, shutters that have mostly fallen off. Didn't we have a ranger that had some sort of special arrow um, that 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 like we could span that? Yeah, that I gap? believe you told that ranger to fo last episode. Yeah, you <laughs> <laughs> told him you loved him. <laughs> oh, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Um, 
So it's uh, an opening, not like a proper door or anything like that? Uh, there is a door, but it's surrounded by dead and the dead that mm-hmm. are also inside that area. Uh, he was asking about a second a second floor access, and I was describing And the dead are up and there I, on the second floor as well? You don't see any there. Yaru wants you to see get a dark a, opening into the second floor. Yaru wants to get to the second floor. How would you like to do that? It's about 10 uh, yards away. I will do another jump. That is 30 feet, so that is a DC 30 with an athletics roll. He backs up, backs up, and then runs, 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 runs. Before he does that, Sildren will give him a pat on the back and say, you're you're going to do great and cast guidance on him. So it's going right. to give him a plus one. A little football coach pat on the butt yeah. as he runs <laughs> exactly. by. Exactly. Was there... standing there going, I wouldn't do that. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I wouldn't either. He's, he's crazy. But... He's crazy. Was there something you said about using athletics or something else? Nope. Athletics um, uh, plus it. one. And the difficulty is 30 for the 30 feet distance. Okay. Oh, actually, hold on. Hold on. Give me one sec. You are just waiting. The, waiting. You <laughs> missed the pat on the back. Um, oh, well, I'm going to touch uh, Sildren only. real quick while he's doing that so I can get some vital beacon points. Back. All this touching. Don't touch me. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, how, how many hit points are you down? 14. Uh, the first heal is 4d10, so... Let's just, let's just call it good. Hold off on that. Actually, great. I'll give you some healing it's, from oh, the staff. How, how, how about that? I thought the vital beacon was just an automatic I touch you. And I Guys, they're coming. He's just saying it, it would be a big overheal for the yeah. initial. Oh, yeah, then never mind. Okay. Uh, what were you waiting on, Silver? Uh, I have the jump spell, but it's self only, so I could make the jump. Well, I mean, you, you, can, you can do it if you want. Um, all right. Um, so Sildren hands a. Are you gonna jump? Are you okay? That's what I was gonna do. To Yaru. Uh, Before you make that jump, Renro says, uh, is there a reason why the dead would not be up there in the first place? And Brenros would like to try to recall knowledge, if possible, uh, for behavior of the undead. Hate as see if they hate stairs or <laughs> or uh, Brenrose mentions to you possibly something of a larger undead that the other undead stay away from or something like that. All right, make that would a... be so typical. <laughs> <laughs> make an occult roll, please. Cult roll? Who the hell uses a cult? I use a cult. <laughs> Twenty-three. You are not aware of anything that would scare them off or nor any architectural concerns. Your best bet is to make a crafting roll. <laughs> Who the hell uses crafting? <laughs> I do. I'm, my, goal, my goal tonight is to use every skill at least once. <laughs> at least once. Play the game. Here we go. Uh, oh, that was almost terrible. 23 bad. again. Uh, well, the 23, you don't have any additional information with that roll. Brenros just ponders and stares at the second floor. Nope. Nothing. <laughs> Good. Thanks, right. buddy. Uh, Sildren will 
make the he'll cast a jump, which gives him the ability to jump 30 feet in any direction without touching ground. That's the exact distance of it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, weird, the hardest part of that jump is you having to sidestep around Yaru on this one inch thing yeah. to get around him. Uh, he probably just does this cool drop down, hang by his hands yeah. with his legs up, and then you walk by. Do you mind if I tie this to you first? <laughs> I enter like a gorilla stance real quick and I swing from one side to the other. What are we doing, Bramos? Uh, I'm asking Sildren if he minds if he, I can tie this 50-foot bit of rope to him. Um, that way we can pull you back in case you, you know, fall down or go too far. Or, we could, or we could climb across it. Oh, when he yeah. makes this jump, yeah. If it's... Uh, I'll up. keep a hold of it. Uh, I'd rather hmm. not be tethered, and I'm barely making this jump, um, so... This end, then. (laughs) So I will grab my piece of rope, and I will make my jump. All right. Without any kind of natural running start, he Uh just hunkers down and leaps and flies 30 Uh feet through the air over the dead, Uh, is able to rotate 180 degrees, give you guys a salute (laughs) as he falls backwards into the open window. Sildren, you land sliding heroically on your feet into dusty uh, ruins on the second floor, and you are in a dark room. Your eyes adjust because I believe you have low light vision. Yeah. And you see immediately around you zombies counting zero. You are all alone. Sweet. Are there uh, entrances from uh, to this room? Uh, you try and look, but you 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 are uh, holding on to this taut rope right now that won't give another inch. And then it starts to, and then you realize what that means as Brenros is being pulled towards the edge. <laughs> and he's at the rear of the group, which Yay. means he's pulling everyone else. <laughs> Just shield in front. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, is there a place for me to tie the rope off? Uh, yes, there is a old, a single old crumbling column in the middle of this. Uh, crumbling stone. column. Perfect. All right. <laughs> you, can go wrong. That's just what I was looking for. You tie it around there. You look around and you can see there are a couple other rooms uh, and there's little uh, alcove type things that might have been uh, a place for bedding or something ritualistic, but there's no furniture. This stuff hasn't been used in a long time. It's pretty empty. You do see uh, some stairs that have uh, collapsed. They were wooden stairs and they have collapsed and there's no way for the zombies to get up. There's a whole bunch of them and the open stairwell underneath you and they're all reaching up, but they can't get you. Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention the sound throughout all of this is very disconcerting. Just constant low moaning or airless gasping is really creepy. Yeah. And a strong wind too, that that presence of cold or? It's cold for sure. Uh, It also doesn't smell very good. And I would like at this point, everyone to make a fortitude save of 24. Well, that sounds easy. Oh, 36 for Xanner. There's good. 23, so I just missed. Use a hero point. He's gonna use two hero points because of a natural one. Mm. 28 for Brenros. If that's a success, it's a critical success now. I'm gonna go to 23, unfortunately. All right. Um, Brenros uh, is a 28. 
Xander, you're fine. So everyone who got a 24 or higher is fine. There were a lot of hero points spent on this. Uh, and those of you who fail are sickened one until you are no longer in the presence of the zombies. Oh, shoot. That's like the entire episode. <laughs> yeah. That's the rest of our lives. <laughs> My fish. Oh, God. It's, okay. He's, he's tied it's, this off. Yep. Come and Soldier and I'll kind of stick a hand out and wave wave everybody on um, as he continues to kind of So observe. what are we tying the rope to on our end? <laughs> I think <laughs> it's corporate team picnic tug of war anchor Sir Brenros right now. Yep. <laughs> Trust walk. Here we go. Uh, if nobody else wants to go, Polik will get after it. And Polik, what are you doing? Uh, I'm I'm gonna like uh, hook my legs over it and just like like Shit. upside down, like How shimmy long across. All right. So Burnrose, you're holding on taut. You pull all the slack off. You're leaning back and keeping it taut while uh, Palik is shimming over like some really slow, bad stealth uh-huh. action guy from the 70s. Exactly. Uh, you're making your way across. Burnrose starts playing with you and inching closer towards the building, <laughs> lowering it just a little, <laughs> leaning back. Not right now. Got a little heavy. Uh-huh. Uh, well, I'm feeling my alignment change. And uh, you're making your way over, and you are able to do so without any further trouble whatsoever, Palik. And one by one, everyone makes it across with our two with our two more agile people, uh, Piercy and Master Yaru. Not even having to do that technique, they just stylishly just run across. I would suggest Yaru stay behind and make the jump with the rope tied to him, so we can help him along if necessary and send sir brenrose over i i have an idea too uh it's kind of a weird one but it's something i could do if it would help yeah yes. oh, you want to hear it? okay great thank you i did uh, what i could do is i could uh i could hold the web something something giant something bigger something with like big teeth I could turn into a I don't know a giant spider maybe or or maybe a, a centipede or something that would make it easier for Brenros to get across and then I could just fly over or crawl <laughs> I'm not saying I need to be the hero I'm, here I'm just saying I have options I'm I, I, I trust you from before. I've 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 ridden your kind before. <laughs> I'd, I'd be fine with that. You may uh, need your magic or, in the or, tower. Yeah, right, you know, I, I only have so many spells. I'm so fine. Brenros, I will hold the rope. After you. Sorry, All right. All right. Xander, your idea is passed on. You shimmy over awkwardly and make it to the other side. 
everyone is there except for Yaru and Bren Rose, who again, Yaru swaps spots. You're in the back. You tie the rope around you and start leaning back. However, this one is not guaranteed as this is not a light uh, little character with a floppy hat. This is a (laughs) fully armored knight with sword and shield. uh, Who just ate a big breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that Someone grand slam the rooty tooty fresh and, um, <laughs> and Brenros you are now hanging upside down and making your way across the rope which is sagging <laughs> under your heavy weight <laughs> not as a joke to- though <laughs> <laughs> yeah you don't need to make any roll Brenros you're fine it is Master Yaru you are slowly being pulled yeah. towards the edge of this one inch wall you're balancing on I need you to make an athletics roll please to dig in and pull with all your might all of it all of it all of it that's a 16 with my sickening I have I have all the confidence in the three winds of your temple to if you have Hold one me ring, up. I'm do. focusing, I'm balanced, but I'm losing power, Brenros, hurry! Uh, Brenros, you are making distance, but you find yourself getting lower and lower, <laughs> and you look backwards and can see that he is getting pulled towards the edge. Yaru, you can... I gotta make a choice, don't I? You gotta make a choice. <laughs> you can give How hard Brenros, did he get? You can give Brenros just enough time to quickly scramble uh, and maybe get some lightly grab action on his butt, or uh, you can uh, let go and not take any risk of being pulled in yourself and let Brenros deal with the circumstances since he is fully armored. Okay, and from the ground, how high is that second floor window? Uh, it's normal second floor, whatever that is, 15, uh, 20 feet. It will have a rope hanging out of out of it, it though. Will. And we're 20 feet high right now, so you're almost like a level jump. Yes. Mm, but if I... If you go down, yeah. If I let go, he swings into the wall yeah. and zombies. Like a and giant prob- yeah, and he'll just um, if I mm, this is if, if you do it, I'm 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 singing the song. You <laughs> 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 made that decision. Make a video. <laughs> I don't think there's another option now. <laughs> bon voyage after you. <laughs> I come in like a wrecking ball. <laughs> Yes. Get the shield ready, man. I'm sorry, brother. (laughs) Yaru lets the rope slide from around his waist. He hears a song. He just turns around and starts whistling. (laughs) We don't have the copyright to that one. Sorry. (laughs) Brenros, you go sliding in. The good news is you don't hit the wall uh, because you are cushioned by rotting flesh. Uh, As you go sliding in and crashing into half a dozen zombies, uh, who is at the window? 
Sildren. watching this. Sildren. Sildren, you see Zen, uh, uh, not Zen, uh, Sir Brynros uh, give out some yelp and sing some sort of song about pirate cannonballs you think you heard as he slides <laughs> down in. There's gore, there's squishing noises like he's fisting a jar of mayonnaise and uh, he crashes and then arms and hands start grabbing onto him and uh, what would you like to do, Sildren? Anything? Do I have an idea if it would be better if I start pulling the rope up or just start, uh, say, like Ray of Frosting anything that's near him? Um, I'd like to say my wife came in to check on me to see if I was okay. <laughs> First sign of dementia. <laughs> is Sir Benrose still holding on to the rope, Sir Benrose? Uh, you don't know. This is just all immediately happened. What all do you right. want to do? Then Ray of Frost, uh, anywhere near the vicinity of Benrose. Uh, in order to assist him. All right, Sir Brenros, you've fallen uh, back first down into these undead. There's a, a hail of machine gun ray of frost being indiscriminately fired in your general vicinity. Uh, what would you like to do, sir? You were being clawed and hurt and scraped at. Uh, I need to get up and clamber up this rope in fine style. Make one more athletics <laughs> roll, please. You will succeed. It's just a matter of how much effort and time. Okay, athletics roll here. It comes. This is his first athletics roll on this. That was Ooh. a thirty-five. Thirty-five oh. with speed, with uh, the guy, half the guys around you being blasted by this ray of frost. You climb up. There is a still a large amount of damage that will be dealt to a normal clothed hero, but with your heavy armor, you only take eleven points of slashing damage through all of that, and you are finally brought up, dripping in bits of gore as you and it's the, the the gory footing is the hardest part you're just slipping <laughs> and leaving these bloody footprints and you were able to get up to the top and you turn around and look back across the sea of undead at yaru and you have anything to say to your good friend <laughs> what was that all your effort hey man you had the song within you the whole time <laughs> <laughs> You just had to let it out. Are you coming across now? Oh, don't mind if I do. As he blocks the whole window. <laughs> the whole shield just moves. Uh, <laughs> so, so, yeah, so, so he does that. He, he blocks the window. Yaru gets ready for a pounce. And as he as he closes the view of Yaru pouncing, Yaru just teleports into behind him into the room. Oh, sneaky cat. Are you going to teleport through? Yeah. I'm gonna All right. With ease, step. Master Yaru does the uh, I Dream of Genie head knob and teleports uh, through, <laughs> uh, through and arrives behind Sir Brenros and everyone is inside this uh, darkened upper floor ruined building. Uh, to prevent any uh, zombie spelunking, uh, Brenros is going to retrieve the rope that is dangling out the window. Okay. This is tower the oh. tower with the the what we presume is the tower score scorginar, yeah. Absolutely not. <laughs> yes, we're just at the edge of the ruins. The, the tower. Yeah, there was in the, there, in the Sorry, garage. no one's listening to me. The tower's yeah. way up there. <laughs> it's the dark tower that okay, far. So, so let's retcon this whole thing. Let's go back to the front. <laughs> you need me to make another wall? <laughs> You, you seem concerned, Sildren. 
Well, we are still far from our destination. Uh, Police wants to start checking out the rest of this floor. Uh, it's it's barren. There is not much of interest. You poke your head down through the open stairwell down where there's no stairs. You can see they someone has used this area for supplies. There's some um, moder- moderately recent crates, but they've been smashed by just shambling zombies uh, with uh, some hay and some uh, just generic supplies down there for camping and that kind of stuff. Uh, but there's nothing of value up here. Some of the floor seems a bit crumbly as well. You watch your step in a stone falls down um is yeah. there another window like on the other side or any other windows or doorways to the outside uh there the is floor? not but there are there are there ones on the sides because on the exact opposite wall is a cliff oh, okay yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but you do see uh cuts perfectly even smooth cuts to create an indented stone ladder in the ceiling and you can see there are a few uh, sections of a metal trap door that still are up on the ceiling as, um, as well. So you do have access up there. Shall we take a look? See what we have to deal with? Let's do so. And Piercy will jump up there. All right. Piercy? Piercy? Or uh, Palik. See, I'm not the only one. <laughs> uh, no. I think I said that earlier too. You did. Uh, <laughs> you uh, jump up there, you flip open the trap door, you come scrambling out and you can see uh, there is one zombie on here who doesn't even see you as his back to you. There is a cliff right next to you that's only about six feet tall now since you're at the top of this building. And you can see there are some more zombies up above, but they are nowhere near as dense as they were down on the uh, beach area. Uh, what do you want to do? I'll hamstring this zombie who's not paying attention right now. All right, you uh, hamstring him, you cut it, he drops down, and he is on the ground squirming and slowly rotating to find you, but you can easily outdistance him by just walking backwards. I'll just I'll go right through the head with the okay. right here just to finish him off. He is dead. Why are all zombies male? I don't know. Why are all zombies male? Uh, it's not. I just was wondering. <laughs> we need a punchline now, go? Tim. Yeah, we need a punchline. <laughs> you have the rest of the episode to figure out. So, how far away is the Tower of Scorgenar? Uh, it's about 200 yards away. Okay. And they're sparsely zombied from here to there? Yeah, they are one sixth the density. Okay. I'll wait till everybody gets up comes up everyone as you wait to get everyone up you can see the area just because you're on the cliffs only about six feet up so you're looking at the the ankles of some zombies Mm -hmm. one falls off and starts to pick himself up Uh, you kill that one but you can see that starting to become a little more dense around your section of this building as they some of these zombies on the upper plateau are starting to notice you okay i could use some uh rare frost to clear this shit out of the way yeah. Well, I think both Xander and I will um, help clear the area immediately. Uh, all right. We uh, need the... to make a plan quickly. Well, exactly. We may have to do this while we move. Yeah. Let's, Let's go. Let's just hack and slash our way through. That uh, sounds like, yeah, everyone. Yeah. 
Everyone. All right. So we are going to who is our slowest player? After you. <laughs> uh, Brenner will take the lead, shield in the front. That is also the answer to your question. Yeah. No, <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm tw- I move 25 now. I'm almost like normal. I'm almost like normal. <laughs> uh, so I've, I've got a whole bunch of burning hands that I haven't been able to use for a really long time, but this seems like a good place for it. Do you want me to go second or like at the very end to make sure that no one comes up from behind us? Go second. Do you mind if I toast your buns? If you can uh, avoid them, that would be nice, but uh, you do what you do best. Don't say that. <laughs> Is this a similar um, width, like one person, single file uh, type of platform? This no, is I, a plateau now that you've yeah. reached. Oh, so well, you, you've essentially got a roof. Just beside Sir Ben Rose and yeah, a fire away. More semicircular formation and just yeah, sure. a flying V. Yeah, yeah there you yeah. go. Ben okay. pushing ahead with the shield, Xander on one flank. How about uh, maybe Sildren on another and then Yep. All right, uh, Renros, you slice at some ankles and defootinate uh, several zombies to make some room and then start lifting up some of the smaller members and getting everyone up onto that plateau. You guys get everyone up there. The zombies are starting to gather, seeing uh, life here on this island now. Uh, more moaning, more reaching. You guys create this little uh, fighting flying V echelon shape and start to make your way forward. Zombies are closing in more rapidly. Xanar, you were doing something with magic. Please describe. Yeah, so the thing I want to do the most is just be pushing out with fire. So whether it's it's coning, burning fire out, uh, that, that I can do that, or if it's... Uh, maintaining distance but for the most part I, I'm, I'm planning on just using fire as I go so okay. I, have, I have my elemental toss but that's that's only like every 10 minutes so mostly I'm just coning fire with burning hands uh, this to me is one of the coolest team visuals we've ever had. This is a fighting V with people fighting off any stragglers that come in. If you look at it from above, like maybe 50, yeah. you just have like, like it's like a tank, a flamethrower tank or something. <laughs> and there's jets of flame that are coming out. Uh, there are confused burning zombies that you guys can punch to death, slice down to death. You're just mauling and making this, this cut through of our heroes. The zombies slowly come in behind you so you're not cutting a path you're just making this constantly moving forward triangular v shape that fills in behind as you make your way forward hoping you don't have to stop because you're making great progress forward (laughs) or ever come back (laughs) (laughs) and you go forward forward for you making your way closer and closer and closer to the uh uh the uh, tower uh the scourgeonar tower as uh sildren was asking about you can see yothane is just enjoying the flight circling above without any care in the world whatsoever. You guys approach Wonder the- who her new master would be. <laughs> <laughs> you guys approach the tower and see there is a open doorway that you are ready, uh, heading right towards. You do not see anything but darkness beyond. Xanner's blasting out more and more and more. Xanner, you have to use up all your level one uh burning hand slots 
And in okay. doing so, there are no rolls of any kind anyone has to make. There's no attacks even possible on the group. You have burned and charred and everyone else has contributed to hack your way through. Nice. You make your way in. Uh, you are inside this dark lower section of the tower. It rises up actually a couple steps. There are no undead in here either, even though the door was open. There is There are a couple windows nearby and uh, you look back at the carnage that you've laid behind you and you can't see any. Just more undead have fallen into that spot. Uh, and taken over. And some are kind of gathering towards the base of this tower, but none are heading inside. All the same, can we close the door? Yes! (laughs) There is a metal door that uh, you are able to heave and grind and push, and it closes. And I was going to say something. You're on second floor, there were some windows. I was going to mention something. Um, yes, two things. Back on the taint, uh, Captain Mad-Eyes. Aye. The boys and I have been talking and we think these guys are nothing but trouble and they're they're dead for sure. And if anything, anything does go wrong, I think they're gonna bring back nothing but nothing, nothing, nothing but dead and curses upon us. I say we, we, we set sail, sir. Well, Gipper, that's be a, a fine feat for the way you're thinking, but you be a coward. This not be the way of the Tate. Now, as much as that unruly elf dropped his feather in this cursed anchor on, on me deck, I'd like to sail away if it were possible, but he was not wrong about one thing. We do get paid well by the king, and they were emissaries of he. Now there may be a chance if we get them back alive that we get paid even better. And then we can take the seas our own and be on our way. Regarding their coming back, I be honest with you, I don't intend that to be very true. I feel that they be walking to their deaths this very day. And once this damn feather be fallen off my ship, we'll sail at that point. But not until then, and I would not like to hear it from ye or any other part of the crew about a way of getting away. Mad-Eyes, make an intimidation roll plus 10. All heroes should cross their fingers. Talking about <laughs> me ways. ways. Uh, that'd be a 36. Uh, nope, didn't show on the screen. Hold, please. I saw it. I saw it. I saw it. I know. 25. I it. Oh, I did. I'm sorry. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. I saw Xanner. I saw Xanner and I was confused. <laughs> Where's Mad Eyes? I saw Xanner. Uh, yeah, great. Uh, he's, uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, and how long do you think that's going to be before this this cursed anchor goes away? Depends on how hard we chop it. Uh, we'll, we'll get working on it right away. Come on, boys. And they start hacking and getting every tool they possibly can to start sawing and hacking and beating on this chain as though their lives depend on it because some believe that it does. And one young crippled ship cabin boy is working extra hard to get that His chain. crutch on it. <laughs> I'll show him. <laughs> he, just, he just breaks his crutch. <laughs> I'll break it with my Curse team. you. Um, uh, <laughs> the Sildren, 
you notice something slightly unusual. The normal circles that Yathane is doing before flying into the window to find her perch on your shoulder. She is flying a tighter circle over some zombies and squawking loudly as she circles outside. Uh... Sodern will try to get a look at what she's alerting to. You look out the window. You can see again some undeads more starting to gather. You can see there is the body of a man lying on the ground about 20 feet out from the tower and to the side uh, in a finely detailed uh, green robe uh, being stepped on his body uh, by the undead. Um, pulling, I guess, Sir Brenrose over first. Look out there. There's a a body of somebody, and Yathane is agitated about it. In green on the ground, the dead one. Yeah, not that one. Yeah, no, 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 no. Not all of the other dead, but the actual mm-hmm. dead one, the one that's actually actually dead. Uh, is this, in the green. Is this um, something of uh, that that Brenros might recognize as far as heraldry, or, yeah. or is it just too far away? Make a roll, and I will not tell you what it is for. Same thing, Sildren. Say 20 yards out or 20 feet? 20 feet. I have a 14 and a 14. <laughs> yeah, Sildren also had a 14. All right, Brynros, I just don't want to tell you because it might affect the outcome of the blah, 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 blah. Brynros, you were looking for some sort of heraldry-related goodness. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, And Sildren, where are you? I'm right here. Where are you? There you are. I can click on you here. Perfect. Sildren, skills. Um, it's a perception. It's plus 17. Sildren, you recognize. Uh, Brenros, you do not. Um, Sildren, you recognize as Brenros is trying to get a good eye. You know, I can't quite see this. You look and you recognize that as being the vestments of a druid of the fifth circle. I don't know what that is. It, it could be anybody. It's possibly an emissary. One of my brethren. We must retrieve that corpse. Um, how many dead are there between Sildren and the corpse? Seven. Um, do you need to get Polik sitting there at your, your guys' knees listening mm-hmm. to your whole conversation? Do you, do you, you want the whole body or you need something from it? I need to recover my brother. Okay. And the door is just a regular uh, metal door? Is it like one of those big, like, kind of... It's 15 feet tall and maybe eight feet wide and took two of you to slide it. I was going to say, okay. This is important. And you're watching uh, and everything he's describing, you guys are walked up some (laughs) stairs right on the other side of the door. You're on a second floor and looking out an open... uh, um, actually, this is like almost a, uh, uh, it is a doorway to a balcony where the balcony is not there anymore. So you're mm. just, you're standing about 15 feet out looking down. Sildren turns towards Xander and says, cover me, Porkins, and uh, <laughs> activates his bracelet of haste and will um, make all speed to get to this guy, pick him up and bring him back. 
So you're going to jump down and grab them? When we say jump down. You're on the second second floor. floor. Uh, Okay. Um, They just closed the door to the entrance. Yep. What's uh, go, go out the front door? I'll, I'll, yeah, Banner can cover you from up here. I'll cover you from down there. Yep. So we're gonna head down and go out the front door. All right. Rear frost staff, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Brenros, you and I grab the doors. Yeah. All right, Brenros. All right, the doors. Here, so you want to lend a hand in your sword to chop a few of these sons of bitches down? After you. Okay. <laughs> That's all he said this entire adventure so far. <laughs> By the way, I think I've seen this zombie movie before. A couple of people opening the door to let someone uh-huh. race out to the car while other people are shooting with a shotgun and hacking at the zombies. Yeah. Well, we, we had our triumphant montage of hacking away <laughs> their 300 <laughs> scene. Now we got to have that. Uh, all right, you guys. Romero. <laughs> you pull open the door, and the druid of your group goes racing out with blinding speed uh, with the quicken bracers. You race out a Xanner, a bracelet. Xanner uh, is a blasting uh, ray of frosts endlessly from above, uh, covering you. Xanner, uh, make a spell attack roll. Spell attack roll! Uh, any particular spell? Does it matter? Doesn't matter. It's your normal spell attack roll. Whoop! I rolled it twice. One was eighteen. One was nineteen. So a total of thirty-five for the low roll. Thirty-five. You blast every single freaking zombie that gets close to Sildren. He grabs onto the body, starts getting the guy the corpse rolled up, and as he lifts him up, you're even so cocky, Xander. You wait and let a zombie get even closer to him, and then finish <laughs> it off. You're just on fire. Uh, not literally, they are. And then he it's starts running like back rats. Uh, like crazy and. And you just time it right so that like they drop dead right as his feet as he's running back and just leaping over each dead one. You run through and the other two uh, folks uh, close and grind the metal door behind and you have made it safely back. Polik looks at uh, Piercy. This is bullshit. We're not getting any action today. (laughs) I I don't know. After you, I guess. (laughs) And there's still, by the way, indiscriminate firing and growing battle yeah. lust yelling from the second floor as Xander yeah! continues. <laughs> no repercussions! <laughs> uh, Sildren will uh, gently put down the body he's carrying and inspect him. Uh, you inspect him. You have found this gentleman. You look at him and do not recognize him. He has been killed, uh, not by the hands of zombies. That much is clear. Okay. He has been dead, oh boy, less than a week, but around a week, you think? Okay. And you... Uh, can see there was a satchel around him, but there's just the strap, so personal effects are gone. 
the two things of note on him are the traditional druid healer's gloves that he has on his uh, hands, which would be of some value you're sure of, uh, and a magical druid robe, like vestments that he has uh, that caught your eye to begin with, which would also not only be of sentimental value, uh, but also have uh, some magic to them as well. Okay. Um, I'm sorry, I don't think you'll find a decent burial on this island. He will... We will burn him, and I will say my rights for him, and so he will pass on. But that must be done on this place of evil. His body cannot be allowed to to remain. Um, Soldren will take his uh, cloak and gloves, and... As much as he hates to loot a brother, he will see if there's anything else of um, importance uh, that might give me a clue to a who he is, what he was doing on the island, things like that. Nothing, unfortunately. You think anything like that would have been in that satchel, which is long gone. Okay. Um, How how did he die? Sildren? How did he you die? It, you said it wasn't zombies. Make a medicine, which is nature for you. Yep. Mm. Want a want a hero point? He's just sleeping. Natural one. Sure. Yeah. Is this a good nice. use of the hero point? It's good. Good job. I think this is gonna be a good roll. Passive aggressive. Uh, Thirty-five. <laughs> it may be really important. Uh, you identify he was assaulted by electrical and cold magic. Xana? Beyond, beyond, you, uh, yeah, that's a good role. Just beyond the capabilities of even the highest spellcasters in the group. Not way above, but just above. was killed by more powerful magics than we can bring to bear ourselves. Well, that that's reassuring. Yeah. <laughs> um, good, good. Good that we know that. Good. Uh, Sildren will say a prayer to Keth, um, douse him in uh, oil, and um, set him alight. <laughs> And see and ensure that his his body is burned. All right. Sildren goes through a quick ceremony ritual of putting his fallen brethren to rest. The smoke uh, wafts out through that open balcony doorway and out over the island. And uh, you guys are still inside trying to figure out where to go and what to do next in this tower. And we will take our break there. Uh, In the fire, I will burn one of the searing, the, um, the, the blood gypsies incense stick that is supposed to help with searing. Like, uh, I don't know what, what effect it's, it, it has, but. What did you say? Supposed to help you? Like, like she was like doing some sort of searing with, with, with it. She was 
Um, I don't know the application of that word. Uh, I know. Like searing um, steak? Like a searing light? Like like fire? Like steak? Reverse searing No, steak. like as in a sear. Um, a sear. Oh, a okay. seeing. Yeah. Like, like a sear. Seeing, yeah. seeing incense. That makes more sense. Yes. Okay. Um, cool. Let me ruminate on that as we go <laughs> to our break then. <clears throat> the order rises high in the east and the queen calls the finest citizens to court. Will you be in attendance? Join and subscribe patreon.com slash ingloriousbards. With all loyalty and respect, see you next week, citizen. The dead druid is burned and sent on his way. A prayer to the god of nature, Keth, is given by you, Sildren. You also drop in some seeing incense from the uh, blood gypsy, and it mixes with the burning fire while the rest of you are looking for ways uh, around within this tower, your destination. And Sildren, some of that incense smoke wafts into your face and you breathe in and you have the briefest sensation that this was not the intended druid to have been slain. Is I the intended druid? I cannot confirm nor deny anything. Burn one more incense (laughs) (laughs) to unlock that answer. Um, Okay. All right. And because you kick butt with taking care of this guy, gain a hero point, and because Xanner got everyone there so much safer than any other way, grab a hero point. Woo! Nice job, guys. That may come in real handy. Like now. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of you, because that is wrapping up, that ceremony is ra- ra- uh, wrapping up. You can see there are two stairs that uh, this floor is separated into two spots. Uh, think of a circle that's... Uh, 80, let's see, 80, maybe 80 feet wide. Uh, is this diameter of the uh, tower that you're in. Split that in half and then raise it maybe 20 feet. And there's stairs that curve up around the sides just to get up to that second area. Uh, there's a little balcony up there. Oh, it's a it's a fantasy forbidding tower loft is what it is. Um, those of you that walk up those stairs just to take a look can see a couple of interesting things up there. Number one, you see there is a large hole in the center of this loft area, maybe about eight feet in diameter, four feet deep, uh, where some sort of sphere once rested um, embedded in the stonework. You have seen something like this once before. However, this looks like it has been violently detonated and there are chunks of material that lie scattered around different parts of this loft and then down below a few pieces still just slightly faintly glowing white Um, so it looks like there was quite a catastrophe here there are stairs that go up and then there are stairs that curve down through this loft beyond the floor you're at and descend below. So you have two directions to go. And the last thing you notice is a 
agile, taunting zombie racing at Piercy, ah. scrambling across you to, across the ground towards you, Piercy, and it says, "Die, die, die! You will die!" and it comes racing at you, much more animated and sentient than the other things you've been uh, dealing with. Can you make a quick initiative roll, unless you want to after you? We dance after, but after you. All right. Uh, this thing is much faster than normal zombies. Uh, it gets a 20 to hit and a 24 to hit. Nope, nope. Ah, claws and claws, and then it moves with its first action. So it races at you and claws uh, and does not connect and says, uh, Your disruptions to the new awakening are far too slow! And claws at you, but cannot bite and you just dodge away uh, like Mike Tyson. Uh, your turn. I do a short sword finisher. Yee. Uh, <laughs> natural one. No, it's a seven. Is it? Yep. Yeah. Hey, somebody have a hero point? One plus 17. That's I have it. a hero point for you. <laughs> okay. Thank I you. I deserved it. All right. I do the short sword finisher. Jeez! <laughs> 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 Natural 20. Would you like to describe this violence? <laughs> He's like doing his weird zombie, I'm a cool guy thing. And I just stand there and I take out my sword and I just like deftly just like carve right into the spots where I need to carve to end his unlife. Oh, and his miserable life ends. Um, what would you folks like to do as Piercy is looking uh, very cocky and swashbuckly? I was a fast moving, talking <clears throat> zombie. Uh, he's a dead zombie now. Uh, yeah. That's and he, he was still there. not reassuring. He was there when we got there or where did he appear to come from uh from the uh stairwells that just uh, go up into the darkness there's ones that go down in the darkness one that go up into darkness. okay the explosion that occurred in here <clears throat> that happened like recently like within the last couple you know days or is this something that happened a long time ago make an arcana roll Seventeen. Uh, you cannot discern that. Do we go where he came from, or do we go down? Are we still sickened? Good question. <laughs> no. So that technically, I'm sure it doesn't change anything, but that would have been an eighteen then. No, it does not change anything. So those of you who were sickened by the zombie smell can get rid of it. I show Yathane with a wounded one condition that should probably not be there. Ew, it should not. Well, I say we go up. Okay. We have no idea how far down the tower goes, but it can only go so far up. You know, if I zombies are all male. <laughs> Why? Why? They, they don't know how to go down. <laughs> what? Uh, oh. <laughs> I don't. That's, so, I don't get it. Ask Polik to tell you, Xanner. Polik, why don't zombies go down? Because they're all guys. Huh? Yeah, yep, that sums it up. I got it right. He gives Piercy a wink. 
So, so Xander, take, I'm taking away that hero point. That, I just gave you. Uh, that was that would officially that was put him into negative hero points. I think. <laughs> let's yeah, let's go up. Brenros right. will take the lead on this. All right. Uh, Brenros, you take the lead. You uh, head upstairs with the rest of the group in tow. Uh, as you head up there, you find yourself in a chamber that was used by the people who built this tower oh so long ago from an age long past, uh, the, the Chalorian age, which is quite some time ago. Um, the area here is their living area so there's a couple cordoned off rooms there's always a, a, a fourth wall just like us that's missing um uh so they don't ever have total privacy the, the people that uh worked here if you will or built this um so there's different little rooms and stuff it looks like obviously it hasn't been used in decades if not centuries the stone is fine but any furniture and stuff is long gone you do see however there is one piece of furniture that still remains and that is a uh, book podium podium for a book that has a faintish bluish light that is uh, shining from above that you cannot see the source of the wood of the bookstand is perfectly fine there is a scroll of paper that is unfurled and is on opened and on that bookstand and then there is some sort of cool um, metal wand that is uh, holding it down as well and uh, the 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 roof of this is it is it domed like a uh uh, like a conservatory or uh, uh, yes this is the this is the top of the tower uh, so Brenros is walking about the room but focused more up and All right. checking to see if we have any uh, interesting creatures hanging about and right. before we go any further uh, Sildren will actually pull out his staff of healing and he's gonna um, give Yaru Sir Brenrose and Xanner all a little tap uh, on that so that is going to be for Master Yaru uh, 12 hit points back oh. Um, I'm sorry, that should have been, that's plus eight and then plus two because it's a staff. Um, but I don't, uh, I, I'm just rolling that D8 for that. Okay. Uh, and then Sir Brenrose, uh, 14, and Xanner, uh, mm-hmm. 9, 11. 11's all I needed, woo! Perfect. Thank you. Uh, Linda the good witch and I and I I give Piercy a pat on the shoulder <laughs> hang in there maybe he only has four hit points of damage so that's he's oh fine. yeah drive your finger into it I need to push it to an 11 there's like a minimum five dollar buy sign Xanner <laughs> right. uh, absolutely wants to go up and check out the scroll on the podium 
Okay, Xander, you head over there. Uh, it is the only object of uh, absolute interest, which uh, Sir Brenrose is grateful for because he's checking the ceiling and not seeing anything currently. Xander, I need you to look uh, at the scroll. What languages do you know? What an excellent question. Thank you for asking. I know a few languages. Let me tell you which ones they are. I know languages notes that are notes thank you uh common elven normish nordric old bison sylvan and under common you speak common wow all right go ahead and no just kidding uh make a society rule there are possible hints that old bison might be of it's unlikely make a very high society rule is 30 a very high society rule that's high society. Uh, Google some of that though. Um, <laughs> do not Google high society. Xander, <laughs> uh, you are able to make out these uh, phrases. Boy, that's a decent roll. These, uh, I'm gonna flip it. These are old uh, folks from two ages back, the Chalorian age, who were attempting to write in the new modern Bison. <laughs> you are now an age beyond that is old Bison, so you're bi- you're, you're kind of getting what the gist of it. And here is a message that has been saved for quite some time in, uh, underneath this protective light. Uh, you believe this to be quite old. And it reads as follows. The work of the Scoriel Guild has been to keep hidden the secret slumber of Scordrenar, Varen's greatest hero and most destructive force. Over the decades, we have kept away those with ill intents from knowing of Scordrenar while maintaining the secrets scattered throughout the world of how to return him to sleep if, she, if he should ever stir centuries from now. May the gods bless our efforts bless the safety of the world and bless Scordrenar himself. So what was after here lies Scordrenar? <laughs> I will paste that into the group chat. Scordrenar himself. And for any of our fans that are interested, I will paste it into the Twitch chat as well. You read that aloud, Zach? Uh, yes. Yes, I did. You need to hear it again? I just... These people are centuries old and they send us a message from long ago. They have great wisdom. I feel like we find one of these in every one. They really, really don't want Scorchinar to come back. We have tested him before. We can see he is powerful. And it seems he was a great hero at one point. Uh, what is on the next pay? Um, maybe it's the answers we've been looking for, yeah? Next page? You mean like like a, like a the other side or something? Uh, yeah, it says, uh, um, uh, da-da-da-da. Uh, the decades have kept away blah, 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 secrets scattered throughout the world of how to return him to sleep, etc., etc. Yeah, 
Well, we, they, we've seen one of these in every tower. There's always been some sort of message that's part of it, but it we, seems like we need to kind of put all the pieces together to get it because each one individually doesn't really say. Like there's a lot of things about walking the path and only the ones who are who are faithful. I remember there was one. Yes, a puzzly. What? Puzzly. What? As a, as you put the piece here and the piece here and then as, as a piece go here, it's a puzzly. What? Puzzle. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. That sounds like. <laughs> you need to. Just... <laughs> Piercy, what languages do you speak? <laughs> <laughs> I speak Nordrock, Jotun, Isoki, and Common. Common minus five. Yeah. <laughs> Common's kind of iffy. Uh, but we're not in the tower. Is that not correct? He says standing inside a tower. Yeah, we're, we're in the tower. This is, this is the tower that's in the crevasse that's over yonder? Yeah, the pole fighting had, V to the get there. I didn't, I didn't v, think we had done Burning door. hands all over the place. Dead druids. <laughs> His head's still ringing from the slamming into the base of the whatever happened long ago. You hear that? <laughs> Go get the boat. <laughs> What else, what else did you find, Xanar? Well, there's a little wand. This looks pretty cool. Xanar will uh, pick up and inspect the wand. Your hand is covered in blue light and feels oddly tingly. You withdraw your hand and then insert your hand into the light again. It's as though there is a spotlight just about six feet above shining down, but you cannot see the source of it. And your hand goes in again and it feels tingly. You're able to wrap your delicate gnomish fingers around this metal wand and pull it away. And your hand, after you take it out of the light, still feels a little tingly, but you have this metal wand in your hand. There was this. This looks neat. What is it? Is it, it worth money? Do we get it? monies? Maybe, but I think it's better than that. I think it's probably magic. Yes, to what purpose can we use it is the most important thing. Uh, Xander will detect magic on the wand. All right, it is magical. Awesome. Can I determine where it's coming from because I'm detecting magic at its fourth level? Uh, it's what do you mean where it's coming from so uh, what type of magic it is and and the, the level of spell i believe let me confirm this real quick when you detect magic it, you could learn the school of magic from the highest level effect within a range that the spell detects you also pinpoint the source of it uh like for an imprecise sense you well that's about locating the location and i i did that sure uh you can detect that this magic deals with movement Let's call it translocation. Ooh, that's a fun name. It is a translocation-ish wand of magic-y thing. So what's it do? I don't know, but I'm pretty excited to find out. So Xander, uh, that would take you 10 minutes of research and study to ascertain. I'm gonna hang on to it for a little bit. Just, just, just put it away. Just put it in the. I've got a little like like a wand sleeve, right? Like a like a little bandolier for wands. Sure. Stick. Right. Yeah, we, we probably we probably won't need that. Probably not important. <laughs> just leave it there. 
Uh, Brynros had found from other towers, the writing was literally on the wall. So Brynros following through with that is still looking at the wall and kind of walking his way around just to see if there's anything. Yeah, uh, and it's all, this place is made up of what are probably small little private quarters of three wall sections. So you're checking in each uh, and looking closely, touching and feeling, and you are sure there is no message on a wall here. Doesn't appear to be anything else up here. Oh, uh, fine, still, fine. still go downstairs. Let's go. Yeah, there's so, something or someone is creating all these zombies. I'm. It's the ice certainly one. There certainly weren't thousands of people living on this island that got infected by a zombie outbreak. No, and we've seen the undead at every tower that we have found. So this is no different. I just hope we're not too late. And that shattered ball or sphere was not more recent and something we needed to prevent. But yeah, is there, um, is there, there's nothing else in this room, yeah? Sir Brenrose can verify that. Okay. <laughs> I can uh, verify that. And that light goes away when Xander pulls the wand? No. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, we'll head down. Yeah. Okay. Let's start to march down. Piercy, as everyone else is starting to head down, he just walks over to the light and just puts his hand in it, like like Xander did. All right, your hand feels weirdly tingly, uh, and Xander, that tingle, and Piercy, that tingle stays with you for several minutes after you leave before gradually fading. Oh. Like, like, huh. like kind of like pins and needles, like the hands yes. numb feeling. Okay. Piercy pulls his his short sword out and just tries to do a few. Stranger things. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, you were having some fun with that and the sensations as you quickly catch up to the rest of the group. Brenrose taking the lead with sword and shield out. You head down the stairs to the initial level you arrived at, and then take the stairs even further mm-hmm. downwards. What you find is of interest down below. You have found a spiral staircase that descends into an open giant shaft of about 100 feet wide. So essentially the tower is hollowed out, goes down, and you were on a flat section. So you descend underneath the floor you were at before. The stairs are different here. They are... uh, metal stairs that extend out about a foot and a half from the wall on a metal uh, pole, metal rod. And then there's a, almost like a mini oar, if you will. Uh, And then you've got the paddle of the stair. And there are just hundreds of these as it just slowly spirals down and down and down into the darkness of this tower. Uh, Brenros, it's a little disconcerting because you're the heaviest of the group that they, there's a squeaking and they slightly give way here, there as you head down. and you're really focused on that. And there's no railings of any kind. This has like 
This was designed by the Death Star architect, so it's really dangerous uh, <laughs> as you're making your way down. And that is nowhere near as impressive as what Xanner notices. Xanner, you immediately stop and look as uh, the, the original folks, the first folks coming down are focused on these stairs and this big drop. Xanner, uh, you see that the ceiling of where you're at has suffered a magical catastrophe make an arcana roll please oh my gosh you guys look at this uh 27 with a 27 all i can say is i can tell you two things um the ceiling is covered in black ooze embedded with slightly twinkling stars that is emanating and almost dripping off. So these globs will then drip off and fall 50, 60, 80, 70, 80, 100 feet all the way down to the bottom of this huge shaft that you're spiraling on. Just big sections of this, and it seems to just keep happening very slowly and gently, these, bag, these big black globs. And with your roll, it looks to be, your knowledge of Arcana, it looks to have been aligned uh, vertically underneath where that damage was done to the uh, spherical section I mentioned above. Oh, wow. Some sort of connection. You didn't. You, you don't know enough to know what that is, uh, but there was something there. So it's almost like a liquid connection to the astral plane type view. Imagine like a, a magical portal, the astral plane, but now liquefy it and then slowly it just oozes and drips and just keeps dripping slowly and slowly. This is really bad. What's it mean? I, I, I mean, if, if it looks like what I think it does, that's kind of like liquid space in that the stars are in there. That's a celestial energy of body. And if that if that's in here, then the force that caused that to happen was devastating. All right. So everybody avoid the liquid space. <laughs> uh, Sildren, you see that there is uh, also liquid that has somehow sh uh, sh splattered out to most of the sides of the walls uh -huh. and are oozing down the sides. So the sides are also almost completely covered in this ooze. And again, seems to be emanating from the original impact when it's splattered and just keeps oozing and keeps oozing in different, uh, it's like, runny molasses so it's not molassesly slow but it's not water it's just it is moving and it's these twinkling it's black with twinkling little glittery starlights uh and then, then it oozes of around the steps because the steps come out a foot and a half with these poles so you also have to make sure you're not even leaning on the wall to uh, catch yourself. And Palik, you also notice uh, one more thing. The longest drip of this stuff, which you cannot make heads or tails of, the longest drip isn't a drip. You can see there's actually a giant long metal chain that is hanging from the ceiling and going down, 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 down. And the ooze has uh, just emanating and, and oozing down this chain, almost creating like a column of ooze heading down and is uh, about maybe 50 feet below you, uh, making this weird ball mess 
um, down at the bottom of the chain. Lovely. Groot seems disconcerted. <laughs> <laughs> Please be uncomfortable. Don't touch it. What, what'll happen if you touch it? <laughs> it's probably something bad. You should touch it. No, <laughs> we should not. <laughs> Brenros making your way down the stairs that's again slightly creak and give a, just a little bit you come to a mm. bit of a problem as several of the stairs have been damaged and you have about a fifth, uh, yeah, 15 foot gap horizontally and maybe 12 yeah, 12 foot vertical gap of stairs. There's a, a couple little bits of those uh, small metal rods sticking out, but you now have a gap in these stairs. Well, this will slow us down a bit. Uh, looking over the edge, can I peer? Is it bright enough to see what's down below? Uh, you can't, but Sildren sees, and he shines his little wrist light, I'm assuming, down in that yep. direction. Uh, and you can see there is uh, a pool of black, glittery goodness awaiting you down at the bottom. You can't make out exactly what's down there, but you can see there's infinite astral space at the bottom, is what it looks like. And Yaru, make a perception roll for me, please. Perception. Hopefully. Yaru's ears perk up a bit. Hmm. It's one of those rare times when the universe actually stares back at you. 26. And you can't make out what it is, but you hear uh, two voices coming from below Yaru. Okay. Uh, I will point that out to Brenros and kind of halt him uh, as he comes to that edge. <clears throat> there are people or something down there possibly waiting for us. Well, we have to clear this gap <clears throat> if we are to descend any further, else we turn around. So are we turning around? I have an idea. She turns around. <laughs> she does. And she goes, she uh, like goes back up to like where the next set of like, I'm assuming these stairs spiral yes. down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To right above where this gap is. And she ties a rope onto one of the steps and drops it. Or actually she'll just... She'll tie it to the one of the steps and then walk back down with the rope. Oh, nice. So we could like Indiana Jones it. Uh, oh, one problem. If you're holding on to one end of the rope, then you're creating a line that starts to stretch out across. Shit. So after I tie it, I'll try, I'll, I'll like yell at uh, Piercy. Catch this. I catched it. <laughs> and it is caught. <laughs> uh, you come back around, uh, Palik, and you guys have a rope from above. Well, that's very clever. 
Well, well, we'll come see. on then. We'll see. we'll see if it works. <laughs> so what's the plan? And don't say have Yaru hold it. <laughs> Are uh, we, we Luke Skywalkering in the Death Star? Yeah. I don't know what that means, but I'm going first. It's a very simple verb. Luke Skywalkering in the Death Star. <laughs> Uh, uh, Bruno's getting a gist of how this might go. We'll probably take the first swing out. Into- All right, and help me understand how this might go. How does it? How does the rope get back? That's the problem. That's you have to toss. That's that's the only way that that works. Unless we we, enough- we Brenros gets across and we throw him an idol and he throws us the whip. <laughs> <laughs> Unless there's there's uh, some stupid triangulation math we can work. You with. could like wait wait the other end and just I've throw got it a back. solution. Okay. <laughs> uh, I was I was thinking um, just holding the rope on this side or tying it to whatever stairs or structure that we have available here and I don't know if there's enough slack to actually I cover that distance so. what, if, what if we just tie a weight to the end of un, end of it and you once you get back there you throw it you throw it back sure we'll do that your shield's pretty heavy no <laughs> so <laughs> these are spiral stairs yeah yes so why not just on the floor above where the break Shimming is down on there. just past that we drop the rope straight down and climb straight down go. to the next level below that and skip that little section oh. that's what i thought you you said to do bleak that's what we were doing no i went up above so we could like swing across like you know but we could just climb down the rope <laughs> like heroes but if you want to just <laughs> climb down like a little wiener <laughs> i guess we could do that too <laughs> Let's so that, do that like little wieners, yeah. Let's do that. Brenner should go first then. You guys head back up, you get the rope tied to where it needs yeah, to be, you start yeah, climbing yeah. down. There are a few of you who have, due to different abilities, an actual climbing speed, which means under normal circumstances, you don't even need to roll anything. And I believe that is Piercy for sure, and maybe Yaru, right? Yes. Nice. You guys are fine. Anyone who is an expert in athletics is completely fine. Um, that is uh, Sir Brenros. Um, I don't know. I think that leaves Pleek out, Xanar out, and Sildren out. Sildren's a master. In athletics? Mm-hmm. Woo! Uh, Brenros is not an athletic uh, expert. He is not? He is not. Wow. So there's this weird switch <laughs> of unexpected. I'll, I'll get there. Just give me a second. I'm warming up. Uh, <laughs> Sildren gives you a look and just goes down instantly. Um and then uh, Piercy and Yaru uh, just go down with a great agility and fun zipping down. But we have Piercy who needs to, I'm sorry, Piercy, Palik who needs to go down. Um, Palik, I need you to make a very, very simple, uh, this is just Athletics 21. Should be pretty easy. I will uh, use uh, <laughs> Halfling Luck and reroll my six. Good luck. Good idea. Good luck. Yeah, can't get worse, right? Yeah, you can. Uh, a total of 13. All right. With a total of 13, Polique loses her grip and slides, 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 and falls down and loses and goes tumbling down into the abyss. Can Piercy reach his hand out as she goes dropping by? 
Yeah, it's no, oh, she's not a normal person. She's smallish. Okay, yeah. Uh, make a reflex roll, uh, Piercy. Quickly hold out a hand. Oh, that was With a 28, you are able to grab her, swing her to safety, and everything's great. You just had to catch your balance and hold yourself up against the wall as you did so. Um, Uh, And she is safe. Uh, However, (laughs) as you look, you've got this weird black goo on your hands that you try and flick off or wipe on Sildren's cloak, but he won't let you. Uh, And there's weird stars and stuff, and it comes off. Uh, but you find yourself feeling out of sorts. You guys watch uh, Piercy, and he is kind of looking around and kind of um, stepping around in this room, um, trying to get his bearings, because you are not quite, you're almost in two spaces at once, it feels like. You are inside this, you're on these steps in this in this giant spiraling uh, tower uh, basement thing, and then you're also in this strange ch- uh, chamber uh, that you cannot make heads or tails of, and you start to walk around and figure out what's going on when someone needs to help him as he is walking around on this small step. Malik feeling super guilty will help him. All right. Piercy, Piercy, take my hand. Come here. Uh, You're going to wander off the steps. I feel woozy. Oh, it's all right. Take my hand. Follow follow me down. Where where are you? I'm right here. Uh, I have your hand. Are you here? Are you here? Not the gooey one, but the other one. (laughs) Uh, Piercy, with Polik's voice and touch, you are able to blink your eyes and lose sight of that other place. You can now fully see where you're at, realize, ooh, I'm right near the edge of these steps. You uh, get the rest, shake off the rest of the goo as best you can. Uh, However, you feel a little weak. You are enfeebled one, and you're feeling a little tired. You are drained one. Oh, jeez. I feel uh, a little weak and tired. Mm. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Piercy. Thanks for saving me, though. <laughs> oh yes, that's not no problem. And Probably. everyone, everyone then goes down the stairs, successful and happy. That everyone's fine, except Xanner still is up there. <laughs> We haven't forgotten about you, Xanner. The rope is scary. I am untrained in athletics, so I'm sure this will be fine. Uh, what did we say it was? A 21? No, we didn't say anything. Just said, make a roll. Athletics roll. That's not what he said. 21, I believe, was the number. It's a, it's a 14. Wow. You know what? I have a hero point. And I'm going to use it. That. What? Yeah, it worked out. Well, you don't. Yeah! Wow. And Xander goes, Whoa! Okay, and he catches himself and then goes down easily. 
I'm meant to do that. <laughs> it's totally, totally part of the show. Everyone is down on the stairs just fine. Uh, Sir Bremros, you look back and shake your head at the chaos behind. Um, no, wait, you were not trained either. I, I was going to remind you. I Seriously, I was going oh, to remind you. Oh, that's right. I stand corrected. You are still up above, and with everyone safely down, Brenrose tries to fireman pull his way down, and you need to make an <laughs> athletics roll 21. One, one can hear a, a, a little giggle as he jumps on there. Here we go. A 31. Oh, 31. Nice. Uh, with a critical success, uh, you make it to the bottom and get past everyone on the stairs without any trouble. Take the lead once more, lead the group down the stairs. And as you do, you meet, uh, you reach the halfway point of this descent. And yes. you find Palik's oozing chain central section. And it makes you raise your eyebrow. <laughs> what you find is a 20 foot by 20 foot metal cell, a cage suspended in the middle by this chain. This cage has a single central bar in the middle that connects the top of the cell to the bottom of the cell. Um, the walls of this prison are completely open. You can see somewhat inside because the bars, and I do that in quotes, that keep the uh, prisoners locked in are the dripping ooze that comes down the chain, hits the ceiling, and then, then drips down off the sides. So there's all these different little oozing sections off the sides. Within, you can see there are five people uh, that are standing within. They are sitting, some stand up as they see you guys coming down the stairs. They're trying to peek through the, the undulating ooze and get a, a look at what's going on. They seem, everyone's kind of quieted down. You see a, uh, a an older woman, uh, a, a guy, a strange creature looking person, a muscular guy, even a, a, a young kid is here. And they are all confused confused and scared. Ooh, all of you. <clears throat> and the old woman says, who are you? Are you here to, to save us? Yes, we are yes. here to save I... you. <laughs> we all had to like, look at each other. <clears throat> are, you, are you gonna save them? Or... Uh, guys, we haven't Whose line is it? <laughs> I. You don't look like they do. <laughs> they. Who are they? Did they say that? Yeah. Okay. And who, who are they? they? <laughs> the, 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 those terrible creatures, the ones that have had us here for so long. How long have you been here? Uh, she, they start to talk amongst each other and uh, she shrugs. It, it has to be several days now. How is it that you came to be here? Uh, you have to speak up. I can't hear you well from there. How is it that you came to be here? They took us. 
when when the dead came out. I'm sure you've seen them out there. We tried to flee, but our boat escaped with most of our people and a few were left behind. And we couldn't go anywhere. We couldn't just go out to sea and the dead kept coming and coming until, until this being came out and took us here. What boat were you on? What was your boat? Uh, it was a small little schooner that we had and a dozen of our folks got away. And, and they the beam, left us behind. The being that came out? A muscular guy uh, kind of nudges her off to the side. He's got just one arm. He's a one-armed muscular guy uh, with a sh- no shirt. He says, uh, it was a, it was a, it was a being of, of, of pure, pure darkness, pure shadow came out. A monster. Yeah. A rainith. Sounds familiar. Indeed it does. Where, where did you, where did the undead come from? Did they not come from this tower? You said they were coming out. Where were they coming out from? The old woman pushes the muscular guy slightly aside. Yes, they, uh, the, the dead came out of the the tower one day. We've always kept our distance from it. It always had a uh, an air about it. And, and then one day the undead just came pouring out. We all uh, uh, fled some earlier than others. Uh, and I will find them one day and make them pay. But the rest of us were left behind and we, we waded out to the ocean, but uh, there's nowhere to go. We swam around to where there were no dead, but that didn't last long. More and more came. This being, where did it go? Uh, he called off his dead and brought us, brought us in here. There were originally uh, eight of us, but, but half of our group were taken away and and then by the sounds of it, things were done to them below. Since you've been here, besides being put into <clears throat> this unfortunate cell, like, has it always been encased in this gooey substance since you've been here? The, or did something um, happen? The muscular guy pushes her slightly out of the way and says, uh, no one's ever been inside this tower before. It's a cursed place. Kurt, can't you see? No, but the the substance that's on your cell bars there? I've never seen anything like it. One but of us originally here? touched it. What? Huh? Was it here when you got here? Uh, no, this happened uh, uh, a couple days ago. What happened to cause it? Uh, the old woman gently nudges him slightly aside and says... Uh, there was a, a great explosion. Uh, that being was doing something up above. And then all of a sudden, all of this uh, started happening. It started raining pure evil. Uh, and he taunted us and said he even uh, killed our protector. And now, uh, now we have you. We will do what we can to free you. Yeah. We'll we'll get you out of here, but we're going to have to continue downward to do that. She is gently pushed aside by a one-armed muscular guy. What do you mean, get us out? We will. That's a knight for 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 the sake of the gods. You're duty bound. We can't 
what good would it be to get you out of here right now if you're a, you're a pirate captain we're pirates too that's the that pirate code <laughs> never leave a pirate in the goo that's rule 17. i don't follow those rules <gasps> we will get you out of here but we got to take if there if there's a threat, we have to eliminate that threat before we get you out of here. And the means containing you is beyond us. We have to find the source to free Actually, you. Actually, there's a button over here. <laughs> does, the chain, does the chain continue down past the cell? It does not. It is suspended all the time, bandits. Yeah, I'm going to have to watch that again now. So, what if... This is just me talking here. This is just you and me. No one has to listen. But what Who are you if we talking to? to just, I'm just you and me. We're just talking right now. If we were able to get a rope over the top of the chain of that cell, we could probably all pull the whole thing over and then get but, it to like one side. But how do we open it? It's covered in this shit. What? Did you see what happened? Like, Piercy touched, just barely put his hand in it and almost walked off the stairs because he was got lost. Yeah, I don't think we should touch it. I, I, that's bad. Well, how do we get them out of there without touching it? Well, it's not really a, a, a box, though, is let's, it? Let's go down and see see what's going on before we put might put these people in more danger than they're already in. I mean... Nothing's happening to him right now. They, I can't remember who was last there. Whoever was last there is gently pushed aside <laughs> by a. Uh, what, what's up with freaking frack here? I mean, yeah. he uh, gently pushed aside by a uh, boy of ten years old who says, "Don't leave us. You have to save us. We will save you. They're gonna wait. kill us unless you get us out. Get we'll, us out. We will, but you're gonna have to wait." What a not young one, and I'm gonna try a, a no cause for alarm on the group of them. Uh, I'm just gonna say, we come to avenge you. When we strike, it is to end your suffering, not to cause it. Did you just threaten their lives? I know. He's so <laughs> <laughs> we'll kill you. You will feel nothing. We <laughs> <laughs> will continue we'll now. Be over soon. <laughs> I don't think that's how that works. Now I'm scared. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, uh, Yaru, make a diplomacy roll, please. Minus we 10. will continue <laughs> down this path and return for you. If my dice work. Somewhat a 22. With a 22, the boy says, no, don't leave. There is another person. It's a dude with a red mohawk that uh, doesn't seem to care and is just watching. But there was a, a creature I mentioned also in this uh, cage, this cell. Uh, and it is a minotaur, a half yeah. minotaur, a um, lower body section of a woman with an upper body of a minotaur, bronze reddish skin. Uh, and she goes over and starts to quiet down. You can see, you can't hear what she says, uh, but it's a deeper voice and she uses calming hands to just calm the group. And um, everyone kind of quiets down, particularly the young boy. And then the old woman pushes all of them out of the way. And she says, how long will it take? One, one, hour, one hour, you start counting, we'll be back. And they start talking to each other and shaking their heads. 
Can all this group be diverted and open the bars? Well, we don't know that yet, Brenros, but let's not talk about it in front of them. <laughs> oh no, they're they're definitely dead. There's no hope for these people. <laughs> okay, so we just move on. We... <laughs> yeah, I get we it. Should probably have said, "Don't mention us. You haven't seen us." Mum's the word, but I know you know whatever. We'll continue down. All right. You continue down. These stairs spiral down further. Uh, You leave the suspended cell up above. The steps come to a bottom. The bottom is this pool of uh, black starry goo that does not appear to gain any uh, depth as more goo falls into it. There's it like has a little bit of uh, rise to it and then it levels out. More goo hits and levels out. You could see it should just be rising and, and piling up, but it never seems to do that. It's always this uh, just a it could even just be a foot of goo. Um, but there is an interesting part. You can see there is a, a side hallway off where these stairs arrive at, and right adjacent to that is a small alcove with a statue with some bluish light emanating from the statue. And right where that bluish light emanates um, the goo does not reach and it happens to be not too far away from the bottom of the stairs and the corridor almost as though you would uh, in the old days light an incense or give a prayer as you're making your way from the steps down further across that type of a thing Um, so there there is solid stone for you to step upon and continue on nice new drink Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, like, Yaru will see that path and kind of step into it. Yes. Are there, are there any like little rocks or pebbles? I guess not on the steps. Those steps are weird. Um. Uh, uh, no, would like but... to like throw something inconsequential into this goo and see what happens. All right. You hold out your hand underneath uh, Piercy. He vomits up something he's picked up at some sort of shop. <laughs> uh, what does that happen to be, Piercy? <laughs> Yeah, and you're muted. Um, he he got a old pair of uh, leather work gloves. All right, moist leather work yeah, gloves. Moist. Are I guess you saved hacked. you saved my life. I guess I can touch some of your slobber. That's it's not too bad. No, it's not too bad. It could be worse. It could be Xander slobber and throws hey! throws the gloves into the pile of goo just to see what happens. All right, you throw it in the pile of goo, and what you expect to happen doesn't quite happen. As soon as you throw it in the goo, it rises up about three feet under the gloves, rising them up before surrounding the gloves, and then pulling that three-foot rise back down in and then flattening out with no sign of the gloves. Uh, Okay. Let's, let's keep don't, moving. Don't touch the goo! Those gloves. No, nothing good to happen here. I'll buy you some more gloves. We see okay. this. We see this blue light that uh, it's it's emanating and covering a section of floor. Uh, it's coming out of this alcove with a statue. A statue. A statue. Does the statue, well, uh, man, was that Palik? Yeah, that was Palik. In the first tower that she went to, we dealt with some statues and some darkness covering 
some doorways. Does this statue look like that statue we dealt with there? What? What? Where? Can you describe what? This was the tower underneath Mirskon. Yeah, this, we dealt with. Um, yeah, we dealt with Raineth the second time. Right in this tower. And the big it, stone guys that I think did they were they the guys that threw the bridges? Uh, yes. That was that was yeah, later, the, but yeah. Giant shadow. Guardian. This statue is not of that at all. It is a statue of a bald man, almost monk-like, uh, sitting cross-legged uh, with his hands, and his hands are glowing slightly blue. And Xanner hey. oh. recognizes uh, this uh, from some time before. I know this guy. Okay, so uh, there was this time that we were under the Tower of Scorginar in uh, your tavernry, and we went sway, way down into the caves, and there's a lot of water down there, and Iggy had to dive in, and we, he went to go find some weird leather and armor, I think, but there was a lot of zombies underneath in the water, but there was the statue of this guy in there who was the protector. I think, I think this might be an image of Scorginar. I think that's what they called him. Everyone who is trained in religion can make a religion roll. I'm not trained. I'm a master. Then you know I said trained. What about occultism? He looks like a monk. Uh, no, religion. Uh, You're not trained in religion. Interesting. I have no, seen no. Scordrenar, have I not? You have. Would, would this benefit me in identifying if this was in fact Scordrenar? Make your roll. All right. A 27, presently. A 27. You know this is not Skordranar. Uh, you are able to recognize this as some sort of old Chaloran god, but you don't have any more information than that. An old Chaloran god, this is not Skordranar. <laughs> I have seen the face of Skordranar. This is not Skordranar. This does remind me, though, this, this blue light, then the blue light from above. Is your wand of any pertinence here? Oh, let's take a look. Xander will pull out the metal wand they got uh, at the top of the tower. Okay. And uh, holds it out into the light or up towards the statue. All right. You do so, and there is no effect whatsoever. I'm just a knight. <laughs> uh, again, what's that wand supposed to do, Xander? Well, give me a second. I'll, I'll take a look. Uh, Xander will uh, investigate it to see if he can determine how it works. Uh, it's slightly thicker than a normal wand. It's metal. Uh, it has cryptic writings of T-H-E-R-M-O-S written on it. But other <laughs> than that, uh, you you don't know. You would need to spend 10 minutes in an arcana roll to figure this out. You guys want me to take some time and figure this one out? It might be pertinent. All right. Well, we're here. Kind of a safe spot. While, while he's doing that, uh, Soldern's going to um, take the same thing to do uh, to identify the gloves. All right. 
You guys spend 10 minutes uh, around this statue, keeping kind of close to the statue as it seems to be a safe spot, uh, yet not too close to the goo, which is still a little too close. Xanner, uh, you spend time looking at this rod and casting spells, and nope, little sparks go from his hands. Nope, little flame. Nope, and he's trying all sorts of things. Sildren's uh, lost in uh, some meditative trance. Uh, and Xanner, go ahead and make an arcana roll. And oh. I don't know if that's the best use of a natural 20, but I'll take it. And Soldren, you don't even get a chance. Xanner identifies the wand, the healing gloves, and the vestments that Sweet. you have, and you do it in half the time. Uh, required. Oh, yeah, this isn't, this, it's like you get the puzzle pieces suddenly make sense and they all come together. Uh, Xanner, you have identified this uh, wand in your hand not as a wand, but as an immovable rod. Oh, cool. Hold, 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 here, here. Immovable rod. So this is like a thick ladder rung and it has a uh, button on it. And if you are, um, let's see, it is not connected to you. No, it's not. Uh, as long as you know, like the passphrase and press that button, uh, that rod stays in place and will not move no matter what. It's there in whatever three-dimensional position you put it in, it is there. Uh, it uh, can be moved if 8,000 pounds of pressure are applied to it, or if someone makes a very simple, a, a simple athletics 40 check <laughs> to move it. Um, and that's it for whatever use you have of it. That is an immovable rod. I'm putting that in the uh, party group area. You have also identified uh, the gloves as greater healing gloves. They give a permanent plus two bonus uh, to medicine checks. Uh, in addition, once per day, the user can use them to soothe an adjacent creature's wounds and heal 46 plus, 4d6 plus 15 hit points uh, on them. Nice. That's been dropped in the uh, party sheet as well. Uh, you have also found fifth circle druid vestments. This gives you a permanent plus two bonus to nature checks, oh. uh, which is nice. In addition, once per day as a free action, you just have to announce it. You can empower the uh, the in the vestments to give you one focus point to immediately uh, on this turn use one of your uh, order spells, which Sildren has just but one, which is to heal Yathane. So you can now do extra Yathane healing if necessary. Okay. That has also been dropped in the party sheet. Okay. That is what you've identified. Um, and was anyone else trained in religion, by the way? Sildren is not. Nope, 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 and oh. nope. All right. Um, I do. No, they're yours, if that's what you're about to ask. The gloves, would they be better suited in another person's hands? 
in case I should fall. I mean, if Yaru can wear them, then no, they won't. You would be the last person, yeah. unfortunately, with your hand wraps. My hands are a little small, but I might be able to wear them. If that would work, <clears throat> I probably wouldn't burn them. <laughs> I don't know. Never mind. I'll keep them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Pierce Pier- had his hand out and. Actually, that was a pair of gloves. <laughs> Soldier just throws them into the goo. <laughs> <laughs> one, no one, no one. All right. I, 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 I yes, do lost to my gloves. Uh, Actually, that is a good idea, uh, Piercy. You should you should have these, and uh, yeah, um, because I already have a plus two because of my staff, so I'm not going to get an additional plus two. That's correct, Tom. Say that one more time. Uh, I have a plus two to all healing because of my staff, so the plus two that's attached to those gloves wouldn't. Stack. No, that's plus two to medicine, your oh, medicine score, okay. which that's you don't necessarily I need. Yeah. I, yeah. I told you, Piercy, I get you new gloves. There you go. <laughs> Piercy, you got a pair of pair of gloves. All right. And into the mouth they go. <laughs> Where all gloves should be. <laughs> but the druid vestments do stay with me. Uh, yeah, and this is a fine uh, robe-type garment, a little thinner than a normal robe. Doesn't have a hood or anything like that. Uh, and it's got some great um, <clears throat> embroidery of spiraling, uh, natural, uh, almost like uh, Lord of the Ring elven designs upon it that looks really nice. Awesome. If only you had some sort of hooded garb right now to wear, Chris, to signify. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, and anything else you guys want to do in the five minutes? Uh, I'm going to get a focus point back. That's all it takes. If we're waiting. Uh, tweaks just finding pebbles and throwing them in the goo. Okay. <laughs> okay, we're all good. This thing can stay in the world. It can just hang wherever we want to put it. It's immovable. He demonstrates, it, he demonstrates it by triggering it and failing to do a single pull-up. <laughs> Can that be reused, Tom? Yes, it's permanent. Oh. That, that might be coming handy if we can figure out a way to rescue those assholes upstairs. Yeah, that would be cool. Or even if you need to keep a door open, you can just like go in and push it right there. It's good. Or closed. Yeah. Or a place to hold your coat. Now you're thinking. <laughs> Shall we proceed? I think Let we should proceed. All right, you guys proceed onwards. Your corridor uh, opens into a large chamber, leaving behind the goo and the spiraling shaft. Your corridor opens into a large chamber. Uh, and it is made of stone. It's angled on the sides. It's, I don't know the exact, uh, it's about maybe 150, 200 feet wide. It's in an, a, like an elongated octagon shape. There are some pillars. There are some small little, um, almost uh, C, the letter C, like, uh, 
stone outcroppings in the middle. You can see there uh, are some uh, lights that emanate from them. And there, this is a central part of the Skordranar uh, section uh, as you come in down here. What I mean by that is as you enter Brenros, you are looking for any signs of trouble as you want to do, but you also peek over at the wall as you come into this chamber and see writing upon the wall in the Chaloran language that you were looking for earlier that then starts to change shape and, and form and become readable in the common tongue. Oh. There's more writing here. And it reads, one moment, it reads, Tower Message 7. To destroy these words, you are the enemy of Varen. To follow these words, you are Varen's savior and will stop his awakening. At the end, Scorgenar must reflect upon what he has become. Lower the eight lions for him to truly see and then he may hesitate enough for you to take action. I will paste that into the group chat and the Twitch chat. Thank you. So like many mysteries. How many of these, uh, uh, how many of these have we seen as a party? This would be my third. Uh, yeah, good question. Actually, so far we've seen one, two, three of them that we know of. This would make number four. And Brenros, as you are reading that or moving towards it, even seeing these words change, you see uh, as Sildren's light starts to light up portions of this room. There is one of those zombies here and it is has its uh, arms, its uh, forearms slid open with blood coming out and it's smearing them across uh, the letters that are carved into the wall, trying to defile them. Uh, how far away is he? Right there. Get him! Then easily, uh, Brenros stops what he's doing, draws his sword. In the name of Solin, I bring you down and cut wildly into the back of this creature. All right, you slice it down. It has no chance to defend itself from your your cuts. You slice it. Uh, it gives out this gasp and collapses. And as it does so, there is movement within this chamber as the dead, as the aliens in the reactor start to react and close <laughs> in on the colonial marines. There is movement and uh, creatures start to move and you hear a gasp voice say uh, intruders and metal creaking metal you can hear as a metal warrior starts to step out you guys have combat on your hands but you have a choice to make each mm -hmm. of you uh, let me show you the map first Ugh, you goody go to battle map for 
video watchers. Should look good now for the video folks. There we go. Great. So you guys are on the left-hand side just coming in. There's several different pillars. Uh, you've got these C, um, just strange designs in the middle. There's three of them with more pillars with some red light. Um, there are, what was I going to say? Oh, there's also several layers of, of smoke uh, and cloudy, uh, almost low fog that you can kind of see in our map that uh, provide a little bit of concealment for anyone um, uh, looking through or attacking through. So it can be a little difficult in some sections to see, but not the entire area is covered by it. You guys have a choice before we begin this battle as the dead try to defend you entering this final chamber you can each of you can choose to gain plus one to initiative or you can get a head start and move 10 feet right now before the battle begins or you can make a perception roll to spot uh something uh is what i can say and i can also say that your enemies are oops you, there is a armored grave knight who is in the middle of this chamber who is now making his way towards you with a, a sword, uh, a brittle, nasty-looking sword that uh, drips cold off of it. And then on the far eastern side, there is a big, fat, meaty zombie. Wow. Oh. Whoa, let's see. Um... So plus one initiative, 10 foot move, or uh, you can make a perception roll. Yaru, what do you want to do? Roll perception, 31. That's good. Palik, what do you want to do? Perception. Roll it. 27. Okay. Uh, Sildren. Initiative. Okay, and we'll keep that in mind. Sir Brenros. Initiative. All right, and Xanner. Let's go! Xanner runs extra 10 feet. See, like I'm missing someone. Tully, or Purse Piercy, shit. Piercy, I don't know why you're not in here. Piercy would like to go 10 feet extra. All right, um, you are here. 10 feet gets you to there. And let's roll a not initiative. We had two people. We had a 31 and a 27. As you guys start looking around the battlefield to see what's going on, your goal was a 26. Nice. Yaru, you see there are two altars on the far side of the chamber. The southernmost one uh, has a fading blue light emanating from within a corpse <laughs> that is draped across the altar. Something is going on there. Uh, and it was Palik with the other one, yes? Yes. Palik, you see on the far eastern side of the room, there is a series of cranks and chains on the east wall that disappear up into the ceiling. Okay. 
and then we have combat, and we're going to roll initiative. I wish all of you the best. And Sildren, you have plus one, and I think that was it. For, uh, after no, you, Brenros did as well. Brenros did as well, and we have an after you going last for. Piercy, roll all initiatives. There it is. Here we go. Piercy, we're dropping you to negative one. Yothanade, negative two. And we have Sir Brenros. And we have, where is Sildren? Sildren. There and there. Great. First up is this Grave Knight with a massive 38 initiative. Holy moly. Um, totally worth it. The Grave Knight. Well, I'm just double checking his move speed. Can you give this guy a good proper description? Sure, absolutely. He is a guy who is about six and a half feet tall. He looks very skeletal, but with very old, uh, brittle yet imposing-looking army. Uh, I'm sorry, armor uh, on his bus. He looks very well protected, and then he's dragging this frosty, nasty-looking um, uh, sword behind him. Uh, he moves quickly. To there, to there. He moves through the cloud and is closing in on um, Sildren and Piercy, but it doesn't quite get there. And is coming, just going, ah, and charging at you to defend uh, this chamber. Uh, Next is Palik. Oh, Uh, and before you go, you guys can hear movement and can detect there are two more enemies uh, in this area, and they are uh, Moargs. Uh, not Morgs, but Moargs. These are undead, shambling zombies that are... Um, sorry, not shambling. These are undead zombies that uh, move with normal speed. You have run into them before, I think think perhaps on this either in a tower or on the streets of Mirskon. I'm not exactly sure where, but you have run into these before, uh, and you do know that they have a uh, paralyzing touch. E. Pier- uh, Palik, you're up. I would like to move towards uh, the Grave Knight and tumble behind it. Uh, what's your move speed? 30 feet. Uh, 25, 30. You can pull that off. Make a tumble roll. I think this is versus uh, his reflex. Yep. A 35. Is a critical a- success. Nice. Uh, you are on the other side, and you get a plus two to any attack you make next. Oh, perfect. I uh, will strike with my rapier. Uh, I'm going to use um, Was that a bad roll? It was a three I'm going to use my guiding luck To re-roll one uh, uh, Attack roll And that's much Well, it's a little bit better with a 30 With a 30, you tumble past uh, You spin around And with your critical success of tumbling He has no idea where you just went You stab him from behind And cannot pierce through his armor Jesus, man. Okay, well, that's uh, that's my turn. Um, I don't think so. I think the tumble through tumble. allows you to move. Oh, well, then I'll, I'll attack again. I'm going to double check that real fast. Tumble through. Um, stride up to your speed during this movement. You can move through a space, make a roll. Yeah, you still get one action left. 
Ugh, and uh, I will miss terribly. Just, yeah, 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 just stabbing and hitting nothing but metal. Uh, Piercy, what are you doing? Actually, he uh, not to ruin it, but he did after after yeah, you. I don't know why I'm in. I'm in here twice. Oh, I don't know. I when I said you weren't there, you must have been there. Let me let me kill you here. Dead. Dead. Thank you. Um, Sildren. Yes. So I'm within 35 feet of Brenrose. Yes. Yes. Um, so I will go up. Um, uh, and oh, actually, I... hold that thought for one second. I'm going to say it after the fact because you didn't get a, a good blow on him. He is going to uh, use his attack of opportunity, the Grave Knight, on you, Palik, as you did a move action around him. Uh, and he swings his sword at you. And the frosty goodness connects, I believe, with a 40 to hit. Good uh, God! That, that critically connects. With a critical that's hit. That's kind of, that's malarkey, but no, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> with a critical hit, Palik stabs, stabs, and he instinctively spins around and brutally connects for 43 points of slashing and cold damage. Jesus Christ. Huge blow from his reactions. Reactions now gone. Sildren, does that change anything? Because it is now your turn. It does not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, and I'm sorry to interrupt one more time. I will let you guys know that the uh, the Moargs that are in the middle, they are leaving their little chambers and trying to see what's going on, but they're not making immediate rushes to you guys. However, the uh, meaty zombie to the east is running further east towards that uh, crank contraption on the east yeah. side. All right, so Sildren uh, touches Brenrose's shoulder and says, um, may Keth be with you. And Sir Brenrose, for the briefest, almost like out of the corner of your eyes, you glance over, uh, you think you see Sildren rather than as who he is, the as a... Um, the avatar of um, Keth, which would be the stag, oh. um, for a moment, and there's an energy transferred to you, and you are now uh, cast upon you, Deathward. Uh, a sh- yeah, I have shielded Sir Brenrose from the rag- ravages of negative energy. You receive a plus four status bonus to saves against death and negative effects. Oh. You also gain ten resistance to uh, ten negative resistance, and if you should happen to be doomed, it would suppress that effect. Oh. Big protection. That is huge. That is a level five buff we've never seen before. And the first ever bonus to a death save? What the hell? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. crazy. Yep. No, that's, that's a dying save. No, no, I think that's different. That's a dying save. This would be any I think effect like death that has, magic. Yeah, anything that has a specific death keyword, which is not totally out of <laughs> the wheelhouse no, of where you're at. Not. Wow, that is so cool. And that is Sildren's Brenner's turn. Kind of gives the the religious response, you know, that just the just the the accepting is the hand that's placed and so forth. Uh. Oh. That's huge. And is able to do a flyby attack on the Death Knight? Sure. All right. Fantastic. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, my God. I have so much going on right here. Where are you, Yathane? 
Nothing ain't comes screeching by. All right, and probably misses with and a 22. Totally misses with a 22. Brenros, though, is quick on his feet. He was ready for trouble. You're up. Uh, Brenros will take an opposing stance to Kalik, if possible. That is 20. You can move right next to him with your 25 move, or you can spend a second action to get a flanking position. Uh, no, the the 25 to just get to him then. All right. Point. And I will attempt a slashing attack here. Good luck. Thank you. Hmm. 22, doesn't look like that's going to cut it. Uh, uh, I'll spend a hero point on this. Okay. Yeah! yeah. That's two. Natural 20. Natural 20. Woo! Uh, let's see. That's a shift. We're learning, folks. 34 points of damage. Uh, what type of damage? It is uh, slashing critical. Slashing. All right. Uh, he enjoys 34 points of damage. Boobs! You want to describe that a little bit? Uh, with the, uh, I think with the Death Ward, he sees the stance of Keth as kind of like an omen, a symbol, uh, symbol to the position, the stance that Brynros should actually be in. And he approaches with that, and clearly that's just a, a, a very much a weakness to this creature he wasn't expecting. So it's kind of an honor to Keth and just following through with that movement. Yaru, you're up. Nice. And of course, Sylvan's okay. not even here. Um, <laughs> seeing the huge damage that um, the Grave Knight did to Palik, Yaru was a little concerned, um, but seeing Brenrose come in uh, and take over, Yaru's just going to go ahead and run to in between the, the middle of those top two C structures. Okay. Um, as far as I can get. Um, I know there's What's a little bit speed? of... It's 45 per turn. I'm going to use all my actions to get as far as I can. And I know there's a little bit of like rough terrain right there. I have a climb speed of 10, 15 feet. I don't know no, it's just cool. it's just slightly rubbly stuff. Where I've put you right now, almost in the center of this room between two of those sea stone structures, that's two yeah. actions right there. Okay. Uh, and then the third so action fast. would get me just around that circular pillar thing. To, uh, to here? Is that... Uh, you can go that far distance. That's, wherever that's you want. about as far as I can go. Yes. Um, here. I will. Here. 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 I'll push to uh, just behind um, that. Yeah, right there. Spawn that circular object. Great. Running just crazily, scampering over some fallen rubble, racing past them, the morgues. He goes racing towards I the east. Do, it looks like he's heading towards that meaty zombie. I do just want to be out of view of that one specifically. Like if that, if the top one, the north one can see me, that's cool, but I want to Okay. Get to here. Possibly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Brenros didn't announce his last action, which is just oh. at this point. So. Shields up. Shields up. All right. Xanner. Xanner's uh, right next to Yaro and sees him running after where he's going and is going to take his, uh, his aura and kind of do this white hot fire from his hands and 
kind of like he's throwing something over himself from head down. He's going to cast it all over himself and start growing and turning bright orange and catching fire as Xander transforms into an elemental. Yeah. You're like a being of pure flame. Is that what it looks like? Or are that you still Xanner? Uh, no, it, as in my elemental form, uh, I have called upon the power of the planes to transform into a medium elemental battle form. <laughs> in the form of fire, I grow to almost twice my height and oh, uh, gain yeah. a, a master <laughs> huge speed. He's looking Brenros dead in the eye. Chasing right after Yaru with this trail of fire behind me. Cool. What did you say your speed was? 50. <laughs> That's awesome. But he's a being of fire. That That's moves. so cool. And so uh, Xander's going to start following Yaru, heading straight for that, that giant brute uh, in, in his now elemental fire form. God, please be careful. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I'm trying to give you a cool thing, but it's not working. Yeah, Yaru just thinks right. he sees a giant fireball coming at him, not yeah. a person made of fire. Again, <laughs> Xanner. I need to leave myself a note. Make Xanner fire elemental token, like I have for your bug. Um, nice. Okay, so uh, did you? I'm, I didn't hear your last last action. Uh, so it, it, at 50 feet, I'm I'm racing after Yaro and, and trying to right. get to him as fast as possible. So it's three actions, but only one of them is the move. Okay, got it. You are racing. You're all. You're almost close to the middle of the chamber towards the rough debris. Uh, next up is the meaty zombie, and uh, it moves to the east with some speed uh, and then starts to, I can't get full action. It starts grabbing this crank and turning, but doesn't get enough action on it. And Yaru, you've been kind of watching what's going around on that mm -hmm. side in particular. You can see as he's messing around with this crank and the giant chains that go up into the ceiling, yeah. you can see, can you, hold on. Yeah. You can see that there, and the, the ceiling is high above, very high yeah. above, is a giant dome something oddly that Sir Brenros okay. had asked about earlier, and a crack is appearing, and you can see a little a sliver of sunlight that's shining down, and then a few shambling shadows disrupting that light. Okay. <laughs> and... Ah, <snuggle>. hmm. Nope. <laughs> over. We need the quick seal. <laughs> it is a uh, piercy now. Now this this really does remind me of season two, episode twelve. It mm -hmm. Really does. Getting there. <laughs> um, so you guys, you guys are bad people. Percy uh, huh. has panache. Uh, does that count as getting panache on this turn, or does? Yes. Okay, great. So he's going to use a vivacious bravado to give himself um, an extra twelve hit points. Ooh. Uh, which he's not ever used before. He's going to come up and flank uh, the uh, the knight. All right. And that's 12 temporary hit points you get? Mm -hmm. Until the... Uh, until... 
Until the start of my next turn. Okay. There is also a benefit of being right adjacent to uh, Brenrose, by the way. I will Not... stand uh, adjacent to Brenrose, flanking uh, with. That'll work. So I'll so I'll be move two, or action two, and then my third action with um, my panache. Going to do a short sword finisher. All right, he's making a big attack. You get plus two for the flanking bonus. This could be big hit. Ooh, yeah! 38. 38 is a hit on through the heavy armor on this creature. Nice. And it cannot react in any way in any craziness because it already burned its reaction. So nice job. Nice. Right. So damage is 22. Not too shabby. Perfectly average. Little little under. 22 damage. What type of damage? Um, Piercing, fire, and precision. Um, uh, he can take precision. All right. There are some undead who just don't care. Um, all right. That was 22? Yes. All right. Another blow is dealt. Uh, a chunk of armor comes off. Uh, you clip some bones underneath. Uh, he's still standing, though. And uh, that was great, though. Uh, we are at the start of the turn. It is his turn. What? I say, what is he going to do? Did Yathanae go? Yathanae yeah. doesn't. It was on Sildren's turn. He is going to, well, it takes two actions. He backs away from the lot of you hmm. and moves away from the Brenrose, Piercy, uh, Palik, and Yathane group and then swings his sword in an arc and huge sloths of ice come flinging out and slicing at all of you like a dozens and dozens of sharp icicles come at you guys uh, and you guys need to make reflex saving throws of 29 or higher. Is Sildren included in that? No. Uh, no. 33 for Brenrose. Brenrose passes. Oh my god, what did I roll? Bleak fails. <laughs> Hold on. Bleak. Hold on. Nope, not that one. Hold on. I'm gonna do some halfling luck there, Bleak. <laughs> uh... I, I've run out of all my luck. I could burn a hero point, but I'm not going to. Really? Okay. It looked like it was a high roll. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll fucking uh, but damn it. <laughs> we did a short rest because of the ten, 10 minutes. Do you get it back? Once a day. Oh, so sorry. Yeah, Piercy, what's going on? Piercy fails to save me. Pardon me. Oh. Bleak just just okay. saves, but wow. uh, it's a it's a critical save because I need. Oh, saves. nice! Oh, so you went from nice. a fail to critical save of your cool evasion ability. Uh, Piercy, what did you get? Twenty-two. So you fail. So Palik, you are able to dodge. You take no damage whatsoever. Sir Brenros, you pass. You take half damage. What about Yathane? Oh, Yathane, shit. Um, I didn't roll for. I didn't realize she was in there. Yeah, you, I said you're safe. Uh, is that a reflex? Reflex save for the bird. 
28. Oh, just misses. So, Sir Brenros, you take 25 points of cold damage as a success. Those who failed take 50 points of cold damage. Oh my God. I rolled in, I rolled really high on a 6d12. Hey, I, rolled a three, Go ahead I rolled a three, four, nine, ten, twelve, yeah. twelve. Go ahead and thank Kath right now. Yes. <laughs> Holy moly. Uh, and he just oh, and swings out all this ice, uh, and it's crazy. Palik! And that was flying. cold damage, yeah. That was cold damage, yeah. I have Palik. a question about that, if I may. Yes, go ahead. Um, if that had hit Xanner in his elemental form, is that, like, super uh, uh, effective against him, like a Pokemon, or is it uh, negatively so? <laughs> yeah, no, it that, in, in fire form, I have a weakness to cold right, and okay. water. Thanks yeah. for telling him. That's <laughs> Felik, you duck under, the ice goes overhead, you rise up, and it is your turn. He's about 20 feet away from you, 25 feet away. Uh, so I'll move to the far... If I move to the far side, are you going to make me take another attack of opportunity? <laughs> I'm not, I, I can't say one way or the other. Hmm, a butt. <laughs> I'm gonna move right there, and I will. Uh... You're gonna come right up to him and stop short right in front of him. No, I'm right next to him. Okay. And uh, I'm gonna attack him with my dagger, followed up with my rapier. A little good action there. Go for it. So uh, 31. Connects. Connects. Nice. Nice for 14 points of damage. Okay. Oh, and a 27. 27 is a miss. Yep. I'm done. Done. Sildren. Um, oh, geez. Sildren will um, travel down uh, right up, uh, saddle up behind Piercy. Uh, give him a tap on the shoulder. Uh, Piercy, you feel warm and comfortable uh, amongst the cold there uh, as you get uh, resist energy versus cold. So uh, you get a shield of elemental energy, protects you against cold damage. You get resistance five for the next 10 minutes. Okay. And I, I feel so warm. <laughs> uh, Thank you. And Yathane will fly up and behind a pillar um, and be out of the way for the moment. Okay. Uh, Brenros. Uh, Brenros, can he with one move achieve a flank next to or uh, across from uh, Balik? No, he stepped twenty-five feet away. So you can, with your, I can keep. I can you can face. keep up, but to get the flank, you got to spend another action. That's okay. I'm adjacent to uh, Polik. That's fine too. And just yes. be glad you don't have that twenty move speed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I'm being kited. I am so lame. <laughs> uh, and we'll slash out again. Here we go. Dun, 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 34. Dude. 34. Your sword cuts through and gets a chunk in into his shoulder. We'll do 10 uh, points of damage, and that shield will go back up. Nice. nice. All right. Uh, Piercy, also, when it's your turn, if you want, you can get a little vital beacon there. 
Uh, Yaru in the middle of the room is now quickly surrounded by both of the Moargs. They close in on each side to cause all sorts of chaos. I'll just do both of them at the same freaking time. Um, the first one though does not get flanking because the how the timing of the rules. So I'll keep that fair. Uh, comes at you and it's going to reach out and try and claw you with a 32 to hit. It does uh, 25 points of slashing as it oh, rakes God. across your chest. Be careful. And then it spread, it spends its third action to automatically grab you. Okay. You are immobilized. That's not restrained. So you can still do whatever you want. You just yep. cannot move until you escape. You can still fight or pick your nose. However, that makes you mobilize so you're flat-footed against his buddy. His buddy comes over and he does not claw you. He extends his mouth and lashes out with a black tongue, this this oh. spindly tall zombie Moark. Um, the tongue comes out at you for a 31. That does hit. Oh, and a natural 20 on his last action. Oh Yikes. Um... He does no damage with the tongue, and then no damage with the tongue. You need to make a fortitude save of 26. Come on, baby. Hmm, I'm gonna re- I'm gonna use my uh, hero point here. Or actually, is it, uh, what do I have? I have and you have a second <clears throat> critical tongue lashing coming right after this. That's okay, I have a skill. I have a skill, it's Can called Path to Perfection. Let me reroll <clears throat> this with a hero point, I'm sorry. That might have been off or not. Come on, hero. <clears throat> I'm trying. Uh, 42, 42. 26 is my number. On, Damn it! Oh. Oh, I fail. Oh. You fail. You oh. are paralyzed. Okay, I failed all of my fucking fortitude saves today. He then lashes out with the tongue again and paralyzes you more a little bit. Uh, you are paralyzed and messed up, so you cannot do anything on your turns. What I need you to track right now is a is a target number of 28. That is what you will need to roll at the end of your turn to be able to get control of your body. If you fail, though, uh, to not totally punk you, that number will drop by one each turn. So it'll get easier and easier, but that still is really, Just, really uh, good. Yeah. What, what is why? Fortitude. Fortitude. But you don't roll it yet. It's at the end of your turn. So he has messed you up okay. with the paralyze. Um, it is your turn. Your turn. You are frozen in place, unable to move, surrounded by these guys, blood across your chest. Your turn is over. Now make a fortitude <clears throat> versus that target number. Uh, and good luck. This is not easy. Oh, Jesus, you're you're you fail, but lower that number by one. I need you to track that number, please. Twenty-seven is twenty-seven. What's going on with my fortitude? This is shitty. It's the only thing I'm good at. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't uh, true. I know that. What are you talking about? My reflex and uh, what is it? Will or not great? So my fortitude is my go-to thing. Gotcha. Okay, uh, it is Xanner's turn. Oh my gosh! Uh, I was gonna just run past you and let you handle those, 
But I don't think that's working for you so well. Yeah. Piercy Piercy understands exactly what he's saying. Luckily, I was going to scratch him, but it paused like this. It's okay. It's okay. I just want to run past you so I can get to the other guy. Burn us all. I don't give a shit. Xander, elemental Xander, is going to run up to the... Yeah, what is this voice? I need to know. I mean, I don't even know if it's if it is a voice. Right. It's It's fire. You, you speak in this kind of raging forge tongue. It's what? just... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like the Balrog. Yes. <laughs> right. Perfect. That's great. Uh, so Xander will uh, go right up to the, uh, the the tongue lashy one, which I think is the one on the south. Okay. What's and, your move speed? Uh, 50. That will get you there. I'll get and you to Mirska. With a tendril of flame slapping right out of the hand, I will work on igniting him right in the face. And so that will be a 29 to hit. You connect and slice and slash him with this tendril of flame. Awesome. And I hit him for uh, 14 damage. Got it. Nice. You have one action left. Uh, he also has 1d4 persistent fire. Ooh. <laughs> that could, I, that's a good thing to get. Let me confirm. I don't think I have reach. I just want to double check that because it's a tendril. Does not say that I do. Um, I will hit him again. So uh, I have not ever done attack rolls. <laughs> Cause Xander is always distance with spells. So it, there's there's a reduced penalty for the second attack. Is that right? Minus five. Minus five. Oh, it was five. Cool. Yeah. Oh. Uh, all right. So that would have been a twenty-one minus five, sixteen. Okay. Uh, no hit on that second one, and the meaty zombie on the far east around the contraption continues to crank and crank, and you guys hear a loud. From the north, as the light uh, gets a little brighter in the big wide crack up above, and you hear a loud thud as a friendly little zombie appears and splats, taking quite a bit of damage, but is slowly rising to his feet uh, <coughs> up above. Um, that is his turn. Next is Piercy von Skeetenlever. Time to save the day. Uh, um, Percy turns around to Sylvan. Uh, if if I may impose just a tiny bit and get a little bit of the healing health from you, and just just kind of touches his face, just kind of like, <laughs> and yeah, vital beacon. Let's see. Where are you? I like that you can touch them or they can touch you, Sandy. Uh, twenty. I'll take 20. Uh, 22, actually, because of the staff of greater healing. Nice. Thank you. Um, so these circular pillars, do they go all the way? They don't go all the way up, do they? 
They don't go all the way to the top. They go up uh, 30 feet, and then there's a uh, there's a slab of stone above them. So they're not holding okay. up the ceiling. Okay. Um, Piercy would like to do some parkour um, panache getting, and he'd like to... He said, thanks, and he runs straight south towards this pillar and, like, kind of jumps off it and lands is there room for him to land uh right there on the other side uh if make an acrobatics roll of 28 if you succeed you get panache and are not struck by this guy Oh, was almost really bad. You succeed in doing that. You've got your panache and you get that action back. Sweet. Um, In that case, uh, he's going to use another action to kind of like, yeah, he felt really good about that. So with a vivacious bravado, he gets uh, an extra 12 uh, temporary hit points. Uh, Feeling pretty confident. And then with his final action with Panache, he's going to say, I, hey, hey, don't run away from me. I'm back for you. And he takes a short sword finisher. Nice. 33, 33 is a hit. <clears throat> yeah. 18 points of damage. Ooh, nice. Oh, plus two. Oh, yeah, the plus two was for. It's in there. Okay. Done. And you slice and stab, and you have one action left. No, I used Vivacious Bravado. Oh, to make that happen. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, next up is the man himself. Uh, and that is the Grave Knight. He is going to swing at, uh, let's see, he was facing, he's going to swing at Sir Brenros with his nasty, frosty mm. blade. That's a 35 to hit. 35 will connect. Uh, and hits you for 25 slashing and cold. He then swings at the wily Yasoki, uh, known as Piercy, with a ah! He swings, misses with a critical failure, and Piercy, you get a bonus action right now. I do, I get opportune repost. No, 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 I'm giving you a bonus action beyond that on top of that. Okay, Um, so then I'm just gonna do opportune repost twice or something maybe. (laughs) Uh, I'll take a swing at him, short sword. All right. Uh, I don't have panache anymore, I just used it, but. Can you bond mow him with your action? I probably can't, his will is probably pretty high. You don't know, he's a grave knight. (laughs) He's never heard your jokes. 34. 34 is a hit. But he's uh, flanking, so 36. 36 is a hit. Uh, They're not jokes. They're supposed to be scurry. Um, (laughs) And 15 points of damage. 15. And then y'all allow you to trigger your cool thing. Which is... um, You burn your reaction. Right. I I use my reaction. And make a strike. I can attempt to disarm it. You certainly can, and as Alistair can certainly attest to, disarm is good against very low-level enemies because you have to get a critical success uh, to pull it to off. To do that? Okay, I'll just take another swipe at him then. <laughs> Short sword. Does this count as a second attack? No. 
still a first attack. Okay. Uh, 30. Pulling these off. Five. No, 34. Is a hit. Yeah! And. Ten more points of damage. Ten more points, just whittling and cutting and slashing away. Uh, he is struggling, but still in there. Uh, and that was his turn. Twenty-five <laughs> points of damage on his own turn. Dang why it. won't has, you die? He has one more action and says, "Why won't you die?" <laughs> uh, and he's going to swing at you. He's pissed off, and oh, seventeen he misses. misses. Oh wait. A critical miss? No, um, no, you only have one reaction. Okay, sure. Palik, it is your turn. I hate this thing so much. Um, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, strike at it with my rapier for a thirty-two. Hits. Yes. It's flat-footed, so I get. Nice. So 28 points of damage. Jeez. Huge, huge stab slices. You're cutting and and doing so much damage. He's struggling, almost stumbling, and now his sword is dragging on the ground. He can, can't even hold it up to parry well. Keep going. Attack it again for a 35. On your nice. second attack? That's uh-huh. high. That is also a hit. For 24, uh, 23 points of damage. Did you say 24 or 23? So 23. And he has one hip. <laughs> God damn it. Okay. Get him. I'm going to do it again. Oh, I'm like 30. 30, you swing and miss with your final attack, oh. almost bringing him down. Yeah. <sighs> The little ones, though, did really good this turn. Sildren is just gonna please Ram Frost. Ram Frost. <laughs> I was thinking about it. <laughs> Don't think I wasn't. Um, so cool. I have a question that seems topical right now. Um, Sildren, ha- in his inventory, has a scroll of remove paralysis, but there is a note that it says you cannot use this. But this was like a long, long time ago that he got it. I think that note was for me. Didn't I give you that scroll? I don't know. I think, I think that note I put in there for me because I can't use it. Oh, okay. Um, so, so yeah, so paralysis is a primal spell. You can cast yeah, that. So okay. okay. Uh, what's a range on that? Cause I have no idea. Like it um, doesn't list the it is touch two actions touch. Okay. And it's not guaranteed. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to move 35 feet towards Yaru. Uh, and then I'm going to heal. Uh, Wow, so many choices. Um, I will heal Palik. Thank you. Um, with a fourth level heal spell. And she will be healed for 48 points of damage. Thank you. And then Yafane screeches in and does her flyby attack on the uh, Grave Knight. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Shitty. 
Shitty, but great. <laughs> well, let's see. Let's see. Come on, baby, do it. Uh, 23 to hit. Is a gonna mess. Be... Damn. Oh, I was hoping. All right, that was that was it. That's everything for children. Sir Brenros. Brenros. Uh, he will attack with a slashing attack. Probably keep doing this too. 31. You hack and hack and slice and it parries and parries, but you finally get through and hit it. Woo! I rolled nice. damage anyway. 12 points. 12. You can take him down. Yeah. All right. Chunks and pieces have been flying off. We've got Bond mowing, Parker, Yasoki diving off things. Uh, eventually, this thing decrepit from who knows how many eons it's been walking around here uh, shows its its softer parts. And Brenros finds purchase and literally pierces in and dislodges something that feels vital, <laughs> just pushing it along, and he expires. Good job. Oh, well done. Well, that's that's one part of it. Uh, the other part here is to start running for Master Yaru, making haste. Uh, so second and third movement up over these stones and towards uh, Master Yaru. All right, the stones slow you down a little bit, but you're getting there towards Master Yaru. Everyone's trying to get to Master Yaru. They are considered difficult terrain? They are. I am blessed currently with Boots of elven kind, which ignore difficult terrain. You move further than I showed, and you go even further. Sweet. Um, And as you do that, Sir Brenros, you run past Sildren, uh, you run past over the debris, and you catch something out of the corner of your eye, but don't pay it much attention. Uh Uh, Sildren, you kind of do, because it's somewhat in your vicinity, as you hear, remember uh, how Tim had asked about the pillars, and there's this stone thing, you hear um, the following. I thought I killed you several days ago. I will fix that now. And from above and behind you, Sildren, descends a being of pure shadow, one you know of, who goes by the name of Raineth. He descends, gliding down and alighting gently upon the ground. If if he had a face, he would be grinning, but he doesn't. He is just pure shadow with two bright white light eyes, and he lashes out with powerful electricity. You have not seen him with this kind of magic before and blasts you with a lightning bolt, in particular, Sildren. You need to make a reflex saving throw, please. Uh, 34. Nice. That's good reflexes. That is a good one. Is it lightning fast reflexes? (laughs) Um, Double checking, double checking. You move like they do. (laughs) (laughs) I wish. Uh, What did you roll? I'm sorry, one more time. 34. 34 uh, is a miss. What? Wow. Yeah. Oh. Oh no. As in a failed save. That is a failed save. 
Okay. Sildren is blasted. One, two, three, four, six, seven, eight. Oh, oh boy. Oh was boy. That, 8D12s? that was eight D twelve. Yeah, like it. And I rolled extremely high again. Seventy-seven points of electrical damage. Okay. I have I ro- hit points left. I rolled a four my damage rolls four, eight, eight, ten, twelve, 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 eleven on D twelve. Oh, hopefully he doesn't have a bunch more of those. Freaking insane. Uh but sadly it gets worse than that. This is lot not a lightning bolt. This is chain lightning bolt, and that oh lightning God. bounces off <laughs> of you and zaps Yothane. Yothane needs to make a reflex saving throw. Oh, it should have been closer. Thirty-one for Yothane. She fails and takes seventy-seven oh. points of electrical damage. She is down. The lightning bounces off and hits Pleek. Reflex saving throw, please. Oh my god. 34. Oh, that is a fail. You are hit for 77 points of electrical damage. The lightning bounces one last time to poor Piercy. Piercy is before. I make this saving throw. I'm using Charmed Life, so I get a plus two. Good luck. To my save. Um, wait a minute. That's a reflex. Do I have a reflex? Oh, I should have been so much closer. Damn it. What, what do you mean? Do I have... <clears throat> I, the Charmed Life requires a reflex. Or, this is sorry, a reflex, or, saving, a reflex throw. saving throw. Um, but I mean, a reaction. Sorry. A reaction. Is, is, does it take a reaction? It does. You don't have a reaction. Fuck. All right. So reflex saving throw. What did he use his reaction for? Uh, um, for the uh, for the repost, right? 35? For the repost. Oh yeah, my the God. opportunity repost is what I use my reaction for. 35. 35 is a miss. Oh, no. Oh. Holy crap. 77 points of electrical damage to Piercy Von Skeetenlever. It's almost impossible to dodge. That's Light- 17 hit points left. Lightning, vi- the most violent lightning you have ever seen bounces from hero to hero to hero, just lashing out, people dropping, S- Yelp, Sir Brenro stopping his tracks. Wait, what did I just leave behind? Uh, Raineth says, my work awakens my lord and gives me ever-growing strength and prepares more magic as we stop there for tonight, everybody. Oh, okay. Wow. (laughs) Thanks so much for tuning in. Tune in next week for a very short episode of the Inglorious (laughs) Bart. Uh, And we will see you next time. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.